Welcome, everyone, to episode 138 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Today, our episode is on the next big first-person shooter, Titanfall. Uh, I actually played it. I didn't actively uh, uh, refuse to play the the next greatest. Uh, What did we decide? That I'm a bro gamer now that I I played Titanfall, right? Yeah. Okay. We decided. I finally got my my bro gamer card by by playing Titanfall. (laughs) Uh, so that's going to be our, our main talk, topic, and we're actually going to start off the episode with that. I've been meaning to do that when we when we have uh, new game releases, especially really big game releases, do the main segment on the on the game first and then go into the rest of our, our spiel later on. Uh, teasers, does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on? I played Towerfall Ascension Towerfall. on the uh, PS4, okay. so I'll be talking about that. Cool. Corey? I'm excited to hear about that, Will. Yeah. That's the Ouya, right? Yeah, yeah. the good Ouya game. The, the only good thing to come out of Ouya. Right. I, uh, I I bought it. Sorry? I was just saying I bought it. I haven't played it yet. So Okay. Well, I've heard a lot of good things, so I'm curious what Will thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I Honestly, I didn't get much time to play video games this week. I did play a little bit more South Park, The Stick of Truth. Uh, finally got a pretty good impression of what that's all about, rather than the five minutes that I had played for last week. Right. And also, just more uh, Final Fantasy VI on iPhone. Okay. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I also played the Stick of Truth, so I'll be talking about that later uh, during what we played. I think that's all we have to tease. Uh, so let's get right into Titanfall. Uh, Titanfall was developed by Respawn Entertainment, which has some uh, some was it Infinity Ward expats. Um, yeah. uh, so it's it's developed by Respawn, published by EA. It's uh, you know your standard. Uh, first-person shooter, at least it seems so on the surface. It's it's a lot of people complain that it's Call of Duty uh, with with mechs, but it's well. Go ahead. I think it's important to note that, uh, as you said, it's it's pretty much the guys that made the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. What what it is today, the guys that are responsible for that that made Titanfall. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you definitely feel you like can feel the influences there um, from Call of Duty, but it does. Uh, I think, in, at least in my opinion, differentiate itself quite well from from Call of Duty. Um, if you're, you know, you have your pilots, which are you know your standard characters, and it's it's six on six, um, which is there was also some controversy about. We'll we'll get into that later during our thoughts. I, I wanted to give like a background first, as usual. Uh, so you know if. When you're playing as a pilot, there's not a huge difference, I guess, other than the uh, the movement is, is quite a bit different in Titanfall than it is in like a Call of Duty or Battlefield. Even uh, you can wall run, which is one of the one of the big things. So when you're running along and you can jump, like if you jump kind of at an angle at a wall, you can run along the wall and and use that to give yourself a boost. And there's also a rocket pack based double jump which allows for a lot more freedom of movement than in the other first person shooters you know in those you can jump but it's like 
just a teeny tiny yeah. little jump like a human would have i mean that's it makes sense um but in this one you can you know jump pretty high and also use your jetpack to double jump which is nice is, is the wall running ever like explained how to do it i mean yeah is that there yeah, is, is a that... there's a tutorial at the beginning that you play before you can get into any 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 uh any matches and it, it gives you a rundown of of all the different things that that uh that titanfall has to offer uh, well, I guess my question is: within the world of the game, is the wall running like explained? Like why your the pilot suit has a certain whatever that I don't know allows if... them to no. do that, or is it just assumed that no the physics uh, of the world? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe if maybe the jetpack helps. I okay. guess I never. It might. I've never really been right behind someone when they were wall jumping that I can remember. Yeah, and I, I didn't do the tutorial side. So oh. See, I did the tutorial because I didn't know how to play. <laughs> yeah, well, understandably for you. Yeah, uh, I I was telling, uh, I think it was Eric that I haven't played a PC first person shooter since Medal of Honor, uh, Allied Assault with <laughs> with, with like... PC controls. Like I've played Borderlands two on the computer, but I I used a controller. Same thing with Bioshock. I used a, a Metro. Metro. I used a controller. So it's been twelve years. It's been, at least. it's been a while, but then I realized Planet Side Two, I did play, but I probably only played that for three or four hours. Yeah. Uh, I was never enough to develop any muscle memory for PC first-person shooters, um, and that that definitely affected my my beginning. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to Titanfall. Yeah, it's uh, you know, so so that's that's the pilot. But what really like makes the the game different is the ability to call in a mech. Uh, the mechs are called titans in this game, and uh, like at the beginning of a match, you get I think it's your your timer starts uh, to when you can have Titanfall. It's called um, when when you can call your titan out. And I think does, three minutes is that what it starts at? I've seen like four minutes. I've seen three. I've seen two. Okay, maybe I, it, maybe it, dep- it probably depends on the game type, like how quickly you can call on your titan. Like I play capture the flag, and I think it's like three minutes. Maybe. Okay. So. Um. So you're given a timer, and you can uh, you know cut that timer by quite a bit if you kill other other pilots which are the player characters or the grunts in the game which are just you know your standard cannon fodder type of soldiers um that lowers your your time for your titanfall significantly so um there's also uh burn cards burn cards yep that uh, take off timer that t- like time burn cards are basically like mini perks within the game mm-hmm. uh like if you use a burn card, you use it for your life, and then when you die, your burn card like burns and disappears. And that's like many perks, like you get more powerful weapons, you get something that lets you be invisible the whole time, something that makes you run faster and mm-hmm. uh, wall jump longer and stuff like that. So You can also get uh, better versions of the guns that you're carrying. Um, call, I think they're amped versions, is that what they're called? Yep, amped. Uh, and you, ha- you can have up to 26 burn cards all at a time, and you pick three before a match starts, uh, what you want to take, and... Um, Anytime during the match, or even before the match starts, you can activate a burn card. Um, and like Will said, it, it'll it'll disappear once you die. Um, I've I've I usually die before I even get any use out of my burn cards. <laughs> that happens but to me too. Usually, it's annoying. I think I try to play too differently when I when I use my burn cards. Yeah. Do they stack? And uh, you can only use one at a time. Oh, okay. Uh, but like I said, you know, once you die, it's it's gone. Um, but you know, it's pretty easy to unlock them. I, I haven't figured out what exactly, like, sometimes you get them from winning matches, sometimes you get them from killing someone else that has an active burn card. I haven't f- quite figured that out yet, but, um, 
Yeah, yeah, I think you can have up uh, twenty six is the maximum you can have in your stack, and uh, once you get there, you can't unlock anymore. So it, it, you really should be using them all the time. I I haven't. I don't really. Either. I forget. Yeah. So uh, so there's that. Yeah, the 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 mechs are what really differentiate Titanfall. Um, and when you control your mech, it's 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 pretty similar to when you're uh, playing. You know, when when you're a pilot, uh, it's very uh, what's the word. Um, that they were going for that like it, it feels natural you know controlling your mech if you're used to like a first person shooter um you can't jump or wall run as the titan uh but it does have like a boost so when you know when you use the the jump button or or space bar you know for pc um that gives you like a like a boost so you can kind of avoid things and you can you can also sprint as the titan so work your way also, around buildings give your shields a chance to recharge yeah yeah um and you know when you when you call down your titan titan uh it comes screaming out of the sky which is also really cool yeah um, that's awesome <laughs> the sound of it when it when it first happened i'm like oh my god what what's that noise and it's it's sure enough it's your titan like screaming through the atmosphere and then it slams on the ground and uh, you can actually kill people that way which is also kind of cool uh if you time it right or uh if you have like a bunch of the enemies grunts around you you can call your call your titan out of the out of the thing to I, yeah to crush them i set it up so the other titans walk into it when that comes down to oh, try okay. and take them out yeah uh does quite a bit of damage too mm. Which is nice. So once you once you call your Titan out, you can uh, you can just kind of leave it. It's got a, a shield around it uh, that lasts for a little while, so you know people can't start pounding on it right away as it comes out of the sky. Um, and after a while, it'll turn into an auto Titan, so it'll be like a, almost like a pet following you around, or or you can jump in. I usually jump in it. Um, I've only a couple times used my Titan as an auto Titan to to help me out. If um, you uh, press V, like immediately when it falls, it'll say. Uh, auto titan on yep. guard mode or auto titan follow mode so yeah because you can have a guard like probably have a guard like like uh, uh like if you're playing capture the flag you could probably have a guard like the flag area that's if you what, want that's it just kind of stays in the area and shoots people that come nearby mm-hmm. uh which is cool um where was i going with that i have a question about that go ahead how effective is it as a, as AI? Is it as poor as the grunt AI? It's a lot better than the grunt AI. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not obviously it's not as good as a player would be, but it's uh-huh. it's really not bad. Um, like especially if people shoot it, it's pretty good at tracking down where where that's coming from and and fighting them. Okay. But um, like a lot of times, if there's multiple enemies shooting it, it it kind of doesn't know what to do. Yeah, it'll I probably like if 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 Titan's nearby, it'll focus on the Titan. Um, you know, hand or fight, fighting the Titan instead of uh, going after the players. Um, so, but it's not it's it's not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, I mean, I use Auto Titan a lot, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, compared yeah. to the other AI. Yeah, uh, and another thing with the Titans, and this is the same with uh, I don't know, like Call of Duty with the loadouts. How similar is Titanfall to Call of Duty or or Battlefield with the loadouts? Because I mean, you can you can have up to six pilot loadouts that you can customize with all the different weapons that you get. Mm-hmm. And is it four Titans? Uh, four, five, four or five Titans, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, where you can customize the weapons and special abilities and and 
all that stuff. It's pretty similar. I mean, yeah, the, like the gun stuff, like you can have the two the two kind of attachments to it, yeah. which that's a little different. Before you had to use a perk to be able to have two uh, attachments on a gun, but like you know suppressor and stuff like that, or uh, the the sights. Yeah, that's all pretty similar to okay. how Call of Duty is. There's less perks than there are. Like there's the tier one kit and tier two kit. So those are that's a little different because. Before there's like five perks now. I forgot. Oh. Like Call of Duty, they add so many perks now; it's ridiculous. Right. Um. But yeah, it's some. It's similar, but has some differences. Okay. I'd say. All right. So so not reinventing the wheel there. No. With with all that stuff. Um. But you know, there's the the cool kind of for the most part sci-fi type of stuff, especially in the the Titan weapons. The the human guns aren't that different. Nope. Uh. The one thing I do hate is the auto pistol. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it, it's it's a pistol that like you know you kind of lock onto your target and it you sh- once you shoot it, it the the bullets are like homing or whatever. I I hate that. Weapon. I do too. That um, and the shotgun I hate. Shotgun like I at least eh, it's it's okay. It takes a little bit of skill. I'm terrible with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but the 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 auto pistol I feel like you know if you leave it locked onto someone for like one and a half seconds, it, it'll it'll kill them yep. in one hit. It drives me nuts. I should probably use that as kind of a noob, but see, you know, I was going to ask: uh, Is that a noob-friendly weapon? Like, can, I think can so. Somebody who sucks at first-person shooters be a lot more effective because of a weapon like that. I think so, especially yeah. in close range. I don't know how how good it is uh, distance-wise, but yeah, I, I do think that is a noob-friendly weapon. So, um, I think that's all. Did we cover all the all the baseline stuff? For the most part, did you name your Titan by any chance? No, I didn't know you could do that. No, I just came up with a name with mine. Oh, <laughs> what'd you call it? Frederick. Frederick? <laughs> yeah. Nice. You do kind of get attached to your Titans a little bit, and I feel bad when mine dies, even though it happens a lot. I do, too. Look. Go ahead. Yeah, you first. Oh, I was going to ask, is there any kind of uh, cosmetic customization of your Titan? No, that's one of the complaints about the game. They th- That that might be something that they could add later. You can change, like, the body type of it, like yeah. just the Strider, the yeah. Ogre, and the... That's what I wanted to say. The Atlas. There's a Atlas, which is, like, a medium average at everything Titan. There's the Ogre Titan, which is the heavily armored but slow-moving Titan. And then there's a Strider Titan, which is uh, really agile but, you know, can't take the hits that, that the... Uh, the the other two titans can take so yeah um and, and then you like i said you can customize those with whatever weapons you want or or similar to the pilots you can add perks and and attachments to your weapons or is it attachments or is it is there attachments on the titan weapons uh i don't think there is no i think it's like there's there's mod modify it's like a modifier like it shoots I don't know, like the forty the millimeter forty millimeter gun will shoot something different, like electricity instead. Yeah, of... uh, and that's in like the quote unquote perks. Like you can add you know bonuses to your weapons through the through the perks. Um, and there's also ordnance, which is another like type of weapon that the Titan has um, on top of its its standard standard weapon. So, yeah. Um, and those those are different. Yeah. Depending on what you want to use, but. Yeah. Speaking of feeling bad when your Titan dies, uh, I was on, I don't remember what map it was on, but there's three other enemy Titans shooting my Titan with, like, ground forces shooting their, like, sidewinders and bazookas at me, uh-huh. and I had to eject, and I do the one where I eject really high into the air, Yeah. and I was up in the air, and I looked down, and I had the nuke thing on my uh, Titan, and it just went white, and everything blew up, and I was like, aw, <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> nice. Uh, I felt horrible. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about before we get into our thoughts on the game is there's a campaign oh, yeah. uh, in the game, which 
Um, it, it, I mean, it's kind of cool. Uh, what it, what it is is it's basically like a, it, it's basically the multiplayer, but it's a, there's a little more story background, like before, during, and after uh, each match. And me and Will actually played the whole campaign together over the past couple of the nights. We we did the the militia campaign what two nights ago, and then last night we did the IMC, which means we beat it. Yeah, uh, does it? Yep. Yeah, I yep. guess it does yeah, count. We, we did we, beat it. We beat both both campaigns. All four hours of <laughs> both of them. I don't even know if Combined. it took that long. Uh, I think an hour and a half for both. Yeah, or one of Congrats, them. You guys, thank you. <laughs> Good thing Eric's not here. <laughs> giving us crap um yeah yeah i mean i would say probably three and a half hour maybe four yeah i, I mean time goes by really fast when i play it so uh it, it could have been longer than i thought that's true time does go by pretty quick when you play it um and yeah how it works is like i said there's nine missions for the for the campaign and you play uh you play as either the imc or the the militia did you get to pick or does it kind of just settle you where you? It tries to guide you towards the missions that you haven't done yet. Like we did the IMC missions out of order uh, because when when we got in the game, there was the last. I played the last two, and then we went back and played the other seven. Well, what happened was like when me and you did it for the first time. Yeah. I just went in. And they gave us militia. So then what happened is during the day before, like it was like maybe one or two, I got on and Tito was on, uh, okay. one of our fans, yeah. and he wanted to do the campaign. So I mm-hmm. did the IMC then, and I then gotcha. when I hosted when you came, it automatically put me out of random mission because I already beat all of it. So uh, the game just thought I didn't really care. So we did gotcha. the last two, and that's why I told you that you had to host. Because, that's right. Because then it'll, it picks up with the IMC for you. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that text until well after we I, had started. I figured. I was like, he probably didn't even see this yet. Nope. <laughs> uh, but it ended up working out. And, yeah, it just it gives you some background. And, um, like, really, I didn't notice it that much other than some of the cool, like, intro sequences and stuff, like, before the mission starts. Uh, there was one, I think, I think it was on the militia side where you're like in a, in a uh, transport and you get shot down and you, you crash land and then you get up and everyone just starts rushing into battle. I'm like, yeah, Oh, this is sweet. That's on Demeter. I Demeter. Think. Yep. That was my favorite one too. Yeah. That was really, really cool. Cause that was the second um, to last mission and you're like, everyone's just charging, charging in. in. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. fantastic. Um, but you know, I, like I didn't really understand what was going on with the story or any of the characters or anything like that, but, um, it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a neat idea. I think maybe for the second one, they'll be able to implement it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of cool. And that's how you unlock your other, other, uh, Titans. Uh, you get the Atlas one to start with, but you unlock the Strider and the Ogre through playing the campaign. And, uh, it doesn't matter if you win or lose the matches on the campaign. Yeah. I realized, uh, the story that they have set up is what just happens yeah so yeah so uh, that's good um like i said it could probably could have been done a little bit better but it's it's kind of kind of cool like i said the it, the, the intros especially kind of get you pumped up for the match hey it's at least different so yeah but We're, you can't fail from what i understand no no you don't no you just play through the the multiplayer matches like With, you like you would during the the standard multiplayer which when dan and i's first experience with that one were the militia i was getting so annoyed with oh those guys making they wouldn't leave that one guy alone yeah uh think of your worst uh call of duty troll ass wipe 
guy that you've come across and like when we first started the the campaign that's that's what we had in the chat to deal with for most of it um and they weren't even giving they weren't giving us any trouble it was it was like a couple guys picking on one guy on their team on the other team yeah luckily one of the guys on our team because what happened was he had a really bad first match with the second match the guy was the second player on the team he's like oh you're so bad like the guy on our team mocking people making fun of him i was like lay off the guy like um it's the campaign but that was the only time I came across that in the entire, like, probably 12, 13 hours that I played the game. Most people don't say anything. Yeah. Um, and if uh, – I've only heard, like, maybe one or two people talk. Uh, this was all in the in the chat, like, in between a match. Yeah. Um, and most – for the most part, people don't say nothing. Uh, occasionally, they'll, they'll joke around with each other about, you know, stuff, it, but – I wonder it's... how much of that is uh, just the PC gamer crowd, though, as opposed to a console crowd. Yeah, maybe. It could very well be. I don't know. That's how PC gamers are sometimes for shooters. Yeah. When I played, like, I did the campaign with Tito, everybody was joking around and, yeah. and being entertaining. Yeah. Nobody was being mean to each other. But when you, you and I did it, everybody was being so brutal to yeah, one another. Yeah, they were just being dicks. And, oh, I was like, I, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this game. Yeah. But but that was that was an isolated incident. Most of, most of it's been fine. Perfectly fine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, let's get into our thoughts uh, on the game. Um, as I said before, I uh, have very, very, very little experience with PC first-person shooters. Um, so I was, <laughs> I actually played uh, some Borderlands 2 with, with the PC controls uh, before Titanfall came out just to maybe try and, and get a feel for what it's like to play, play a PC first-person shooter. And actually, uh, Tito jumped on at one point when I was playing Borderlands 2 to play Borderlands 2. We only talked for a few minutes because it was in the morning and my, my son had just woken up, so I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't stay on. Uh but yeah, I wanted to to get a feel for what a PC first person shooter was like. And uh it didn't help much. No. Only, co- only a couple <laughs> hours. Uh as I said, I had very very li- no muscle memory for for PC shooters. I think you can actually play the PC version with a controller, but my whole my one of my goals was to get better uh with a PC first person shooter. Uh because I want to, you know, I that's the way a lot of them were meant to be played. Yeah. Um on, on a computer, so I wanted to get better at, you know, just shooters in general uh, on the computer. And, uh, yeah, I was really, really, really bad my first few matches. Um, like I said, no muscle memory, bad aim. I didn't know any of the weapons or anything like that. Uh, but I still had a lot of fun. And yeah. I think part of that is the having the grunts. Uh, you can wipe out the grunts pretty easily and still feel like you're contributing. And I exactly. think that was a really good idea uh, for for an entry-level uh, first-person shooter person. Uh, I, I think having the, the grunts is, is really a big help. Yeah. So Even for me, like, I'm used to playing shooters, and I've played shooters for a while now. Yeah. Like, if I'm having a bad game, I can just go kill some grunts and get a little bit of confidence back instead of completely, like, folding and being bad. Mm-hmm. It helps, mm-hmm. I think. I know a lot of people are against them and hate them, but I think they're not that bad. No. Uh, and another, like a lot of people complained about the the game only being six on six, but and I thought that was a little weird. Uh, but after having played it, I think it's it's just right. Yeah, uh, that's just the right amount of pilots and and you know, like I've had some matches where there were six titans on the other team running around. You yep. know, that's. That's hard to hard to deal with, um, and I think if there was more like eight or twelve tight like 
that would be insane. Yeah, I don't think... So I, I think I, the six on six is just, just perfect, perfect yeah. feeling. I get frustrated when it's six titans out there, because I like to be able to kill pilots, and I'm like, it's hard for me to take down titans as is. I can't yeah. take down six of them. No. <laughs> so I just go into hiding. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, overall, like, I really love Titanfall. I'm having a blast with it. Uh, very surprised by that, but... Like, I, I was starting to get, like, really excited for it, you know, um, as I was watching watching stuff. I, I didn't want to get it because of Origin. Um, I, I w- would have, I don't know. I probably would have gotten it anyway. Yeah. You know? I mean, Origin's not great. No, it's not. Um, well, from what I wonder, from what I understand, this is all Microsoft, uh, Microsoft servers and all that. The only okay. EA uh, tie-in is that you have to authenticate through Origin. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and you know what? I, I had thought there would be server issues, but uh, as far as I know, there was none. You know, maybe like when it first came out, there was uh, some, some people that had a hard time. And uh, like I had maybe a match or two where I experienced some lag and then one that I, that kicked me out. Um, but other than that, like it's been pretty smooth sailing. What happened? Because I was I couldn't sleep for whatever reason the night. So at twelve ten, I got on the computer to play uh, the night that it came out. Uh-huh. And what happened was the only thing. This is the only issue that happened was it gets stuck on initializing. Oh, okay. Like when you first boot it up, mm-hmm. and it was stuck on that for like extended periods of times. But once you got through that, you could play fine. Mm-hmm. It's just because everybody was getting on at the same time. Yeah. And on Reddit, somebody came up with the idea: if you spam enter really quick on the play button, and like you enter and cancel, enter uh, and like do that repeatedly, there's a way you get by somehow. Okay. I didn't do that. Sneak in. They said it's like uh, DDoS the server. Oh, yep. And because, then, yeah, because it's getting overloaded with with uh, entry requests or yeah. whatever. So eventually they just let you in okay. like that. Uh, people were doing that. A lot of people were doing that at launch. But I was like, ah, I'll just play tomorrow morning when I get up. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. Yeah. Which that wasn't even bad. I don't know how long people were stuck on the waiting screen. Right. So okay. So nothing I guess bad. If, I, if I'm Microsoft, though, uh, I'm making sure Titanfall has a smooth launch. Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. <laughs> um, I I don't think it's EA too. I don't think EA could have afforded to have the same uh, like Battlefield debacle or SimCity debacle that you know because that that's it's a well it's, I mean first of all it's Microsoft paid a ton of money to have this be a, a Microsoft exclusive um, so yeah they really really couldn't afford to screw this one up and they didn't so yeah and uh, Jake says in the chat Xbox players couldn't sign in yeah I did hear some more issues with with the X, Xbox One version than the, the pc version that happened to my friend oh really yeah he it was before titanfall but he couldn't sign into xbox like even his account to be mm. offline it just wouldn't work hmm. that's strange so uh but yeah like i don't know it's just, it's a lot of fun and i like i think if it was just the just you know pilots versus pilots i don't think that would be as fun what really makes the game fun is is you know having your calling down your mech and having it scream out of the sky uh, you know, you run along the top of a building and you jump down and, and enter your mech from, from up above, yeah. from, from just jumping well, off a building. Would that enjoyment kind of wear off sooner rather than later for you, Dan? Because It might. It just sounds like your appreciation of the game is that it's cool. Yeah. You know, there's not like a deep gameplay mechanic that you're really latched onto. Or maybe there is. I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. 
I'd say the Titan. Trying to psychoanalyze you a little bit here. I'd yeah. say the Titan is a deeper gameplay mechanic. Yeah, there's a, there does seem to be quite a bit more strategy. And one of the things I like about I generally prefer the science fiction uh, first person shooters to the you know current day modern warfare type of first person shooters. Um, is because of stuff like that, like like abilities and shields and 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 the mechs. You know, it's, it's one of the reasons I always liked Halo, uh, Gears of War is another one. Um, I just prefer the science fictiony stuff because there's more more things you can do with it. And and yeah. the Titans is you know science fiction to a T. You know, yeah. um, and it adds another level of strategy. Like you know, I'm not particularly good as a pilot. Um, but with a mech, I'm quite a bit, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I handle myself a lot better in a match as a mech, uh, as opposed to a pilot. It's funny you say that because I'm the opposite. Are you? I'm pretty bad in the Titan. I've gotten okay. a lot better so, to the point where now I can actually use it without getting destroyed. Right. But like, I'm, I'm bad in Titans. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually pretty good with the Titan. I don't know. I'm not, not sure I think, why. I think it's a, it's a different set of, uh coordination when you're in a mech as opposed to being a pilot i could see will that. who's a little bit more familiar with the the and more experienced with the first person shooters would probably feel more at home as a pilot yeah um i don't know what what i guess the what kind of skills would you consider would be more appropriate in a mech as opposed to being a pilot just awareness I don't know. Uh, awareness, uh, movement is really big. Like if you can, you know, dodge a few because some of the Titan, Titan weapons uh, do a lot of damage per shot. Like the plasma was it plasma gun arc cannon. I've I've never used the arc. I think it's a plasma one that shoot like gets four bullets um, before you have to reload. Um, that one, like if it hits you, does a ton of damage. So if you, if you're able to dodge a few, get in close. I like to you know like in Halo. Uh, you know, fire some, jump in close, and then start punching. Uh, you know, when when you get close, and then I like to back out, and then you know, as my gun's reloading, I like to you know try and punch, and then and then back out again and fire. Um, that that's my strategy. It's worked pretty well so far. Um, you know, you certainly run across someone that's really good with it and will take you down. But five prestiges already in the game. Those people. That's insane. I don't even know really what that means. That's when you level up all the way and then and restart. Okay, it's Does what that... Call of Duty has. Right. I I got to the tenth prestige in World at War. Okay, it's just if you really like it and want to keep leveling it up, it keeps the you know stuff to do. Yeah. Okay. But I will say the coolest thing in the game is when you're uh, with a, you're in the Titan and you go to punch somebody and you break the glass and pull the Titan or yeah. the the pilot out and like throw him and kill him or whatever is that just from aim like if you aim perfectly like to where the to the cockpit of where the the it just yeah if you punch the cockpit I think just, or if oh if you hit it just right yeah it's if it's the damage it's like to the point where it's close to like exploding oh I think. yeah 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 if, yeah if you get if you turn a Titan what's it called when it does that. It has a name, and I can't think of it, of course. When the Titan's close to exploding? Yeah, or... when it's getting ready to blow up. Eject. <laughs> no, it's got a name for what's happening to the Titan. It's, but, but it's when it's getting ready to blow up. And if you get in close and punch them, you, yeah, you'll pull the, ti- pull the Titan out uh, and, and fling him against a wall and kill them. Or the other or the, one. You'll, you'll pull the pilot, pilot out, I'm sorry. Or the other one is where you spin the, the Titan around and rip off its arms, yeah. and then you smack, <laughs> smack him with him with and then push it and it blows up. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's it's a blast. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, do you think your enjoyment is also influenced by the fact that you got it at launch and you're right at the ground level with everybody? I wouldn't say I'm at the ground level. I'd say I'm below ground <clears throat> in tunnels. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, only because of, like I said, my unfamiliar unfamiliarity with uh, PC first-person shooters. Um, okay. But, yeah, I mean, part of it is it's, it's a new, fun thing to play. Um, but, like I said, you know, I, I am into the science fiction first-person shooters more so than the, the you know, your standard ones. And part of it, too, is I, I'm trying to teach myself how to play first-person shooters on the PC. So I think that there's that, too, you know. I think they're more fun on PC, yeah. personally. Um, I, and I found that as I, as I start to, you know, get better and learn the ropes and uh, starting to develop muscle memory, like, I don't know, I think playing on a controller is going to be weird now. It is, yeah. Uh, someone, I, someone said, uh, I, I don't know if I was, cause I watched some Twitch streams of people playing Titanfall and stuff. And I don't know if it was someone in the chat or if it was the person that I was watching playing, uh, said that when, you know, when they play after playing a lot of PC first person shooters, when you play on a console, it feels like a chore when you're aiming, like it's a lot harder. But it's slower and, I can see that. and clunkier. Yeah. And yeah. So Do you benefit Dan from having a gaming keyboard. I actually don't use a gaming keyboard. Oh, you don't? No, oh, you I have, have your little thingy. Yeah, I have a Razer Nostromo, which is a it's a little. It's hard to explain. It's almost it almost it's almost like a big mouse, uh, where you you know it's got like a, a hand cradle, and then it's got the the buttons that you would normally use on a gaming keyboard. Um, yeah, I think it has twelve buttons on the front, and then it's got like where your thumb is. Uh, where it would be on a mouse, it's got like a, a space bar, a little space bar for jumping, and then it's got a, dire- a little directional pad, and then it's got a little uh, a little button on top of that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a picture and and put it up on our Twitter, uh, or just you know if if you're on the computer, bring up a picture of the Razer Nostromo, and that's that's what I use for when I play because I have such short stubby fingers, like it's hard for me to reach buttons. So it's nice to be able to have them all there. Um, but that's what control. you use for Titanfall, right? That yeah, that's what I use for for Titanfall. I use it for Guild Wars too when I did World versus World and stuff, um, and which helped a lot because, like I said, my fingers are small and and it was hard for me to reach all the buttons on the keyboard. <laughs> I'd need like a children's keyboard to to be able to reach all the all the the buttons for it. <laughs> so, well, they're all spread out. They're well that like I said, my I have really stubby, short sausage <laughs> fingers, so. I have issues with some of the controls, like uh, the jump kick. I always get killed by people who jump kick, but I'm never quick enough to be able to jump kick somebody. Yeah, I, well, I think it's not like in uh, it's not like in Halo or something where it's immediate, where your melee is immediate. There's a, like a little bit of delay as your character, you know, goes to jump. Well, <laughs> so you have to do it a little early. Well, even that, like, I go to like press the button and like I'll press like B, which is right next to C uh-huh. by accident. I'm like, oh, crap. I always do that. Okay, see, I have that. I have it mapped to the mouse. Like on the mouse, I have you know obviously the normal right and left click. Uh, the middle one is the grenade, and then I have the one up here, and that's that's the melee that on my be, mouse. I should do that. You should get a mouse, a better mouse. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Will's mouse is like what two inches long by like an inch wide. <laughs> it's pretty small. That's being generous. <laughs> well, my other, you have like a little like mobile. Kinda... Yeah. Yep. Well, mine. It's mine, a laptop mouse, right? Yeah, mine all break. I don't know why. I okay. just my mice my mice break easily. Okay. I have this old thing. It's like I don't even know. It doesn't even have anything on. Oh, it's an old Dell mouse. <laughs> oh jeez. That I use. It's yeah, very cheap. Well, they make de- like the, the Corey got me a mouse for Christmas a couple of, uh what not last year but the year before. And that's why I use it's a Cooler Master Storm Zornet. Um and it was like maybe 20 bucks or 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's like, works well per- it's perfect it fits my hand perfectly mm-hmm. so 
I think that almost definitely like helps when you're, too. When you're trying out computer chairs, you almost want to be able to try out the mouse before you buy it. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, it, like I don't know if Best Buy sells them where you can try them out, but yeah, like it's kind of a crapshoot when you see one on the internet. But at the same time, it's something that after you use it for a while, you get used to it. Yeah, that's true. So. But yeah, the Razer Nostromo is awesome. I you know if you're if you're looking at getting like a left-handed controller for for pc gaming i absolutely love that thing it's fantastic mm-hmm. so yeah titanfall Man. i love it and I, I now have my bro gamer card do you recommend it to me i actually was hoping you would want to get it i i'm i really think i'm going to play it for a while and you know i obviously infamous comes out next friday uh once that comes out i'm gonna be playing that too but i i still think like maybe a couple nights a week i'll get on and play titanfall yeah, I'm kind of hoping you get it too, Corey. I'm not as big on it as Dan, but I hope you get it. Yeah, I just wish uh, wish I could get it for like thirty five bucks, you mm-hmm. know, and instead of sixty. Around, around launch, you could get it from Green Man Gaming for like forty eight bucks. Maybe if you be you know keep your eyes open and see if you can get it on sale. Yeah, um, I actually got mine from GameStop because I traded in my my tablet towards that, and I got a Steam card, but. Uh, I got the actual physical version, and uh, I wasn't able to play it at all on Tuesday because I was I was out of town. Uh, but I I went home and I it's three discs on PC. Holy I was like because I wanted to have I, I wanted to have it installed while I was gone so I could just come home and play it. Um, and uh, but I couldn't I couldn't install three discs. Obviously, I didn't have the time for that. But it comes with the code, so I just entered the code in Origin and had it download while I was gone. It's fifty gigabyte download. That's huge. So uh, if you have a data cap, beware of that. Um, Thirty eight of it is sound files. Really? Apparently, yeah. That's wow. what people were saying on Reddit. I can see that. So that's crazy. <laughs> They're giving EA crap for not being able to compress their sound files good enough yeah i mean like i said if you have a data cap that's huge yeah, that, that would suck right <laughs> yeah um so you know that would make sense for you to buy the the physical uh version for pc if you if you're if your data's capped so yeah um i'm actually also going to try to stream more when i play titanfall uh the only thing is, is i have a hard time watching the chat i got to get like another monitor so i can have the chat up on one and and because uh, yeah, i try yeah. i tried having like i put my tablet on and have the the chat on that, but it slows. Do you have a dual monitor setup? No, I'm thinking about doing that. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna get another monitor. I think at some point. What I, what I've been doing is just uh, minimizing the not minimizing but shortening the game box that I'm playing in, uh-huh. so that I can just have the chat on one corner of the screen, so I can see what people are saying and oh, respond through the headset. Okay, but it kind of takes away from gaming yeah bit. yeah because you want you want like your whole like into yeah. the into the monitor you know i want all the real estate i paid for yeah exactly so yeah because you have a you have a 27 inch monitor right yeah I, I, I i'm starting to feel like 27 is a little bit too big oh really yeah it's nice like if i'm watching a movie or something and laying in bed but yeah. like for gaming um sitting that close to it too big sitting that close to it yeah i maybe, can see that maybe Maybe like a what is the next size like twenty five or something like that? Or yeah, twenty three. I think mine's twenty four. That might be even better. It's just it's just slightly too big. I, I feel like yeah, twenty four with the she it's said. got speakers built into it too. Which well, I, that's what I I kind of wish I got. I didn't realize how much of a pain it is to uh, not have speakers on your monitor. Yeah, because with HDMI, you know, it, it transmits audio and video. Yeah, um, and I was all excited because at one point I had all my devices hooked up to my 
monitor in my bedroom, and I just had a switch so I could switch back and forth between which one I wanted to play. Yeah. But because um, my monitor didn't have speakers, the H- I had to separate um, the audio source, and that was just a pain. Yeah. Uh, I have an Asus uh, 24-inch. Will has the same monitor. It's small. It's not 24, though. It's, it isn't 22 or... I think it's 21. Oh, boy. I don't know. But actually. it's it's basically the same it's the same monitor and it's yeah, it's got the the speakers built into it. And I like I really never use the speakers for it. I always have my headset plugged in um unless we're skyping with our our sister. We uh we unplug the the headset, but yeah, I I'm also exclusively like game with 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 my headset on. So. I actually need speakers cuz the speakers on the monitor are too quiet mm. sometimes. So you don't use a headset? I don't. You have a nice headset. Not all the time. Uh, I like to, like, if I'm playing a game like Titanfall at night and want to actually have have it be loud, yeah. that's what I do. Okay. Because it, it immerses me more, and I have way more fun when I have my headphones on and it's loud. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think that's it. Do you have any did, other questions about see, it? Yeah, did you guys see that gaming rig that Newegg was giving away? No. As for the Titanfall bundle? No. It was a Titanfall bundle, I think Xbox, or no, I think it was actually a gaming PC with Titanfall, uh, but it was one of those, like, nice, high-tech looking chairs, and over the, your head, it wrapped around, and the monitor hung in front of you uh, to sit in. Awesome. I, I entered that giveaway. That's fantastic. Wow. That'd be great. That's one of those things, though, that you get it, and it's like, well, where do I put this? <laughs> See, I could have that down here, in the basement. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I highly recommend Titanfall, uh, and as a non-first-person shooter player, that's saying a lot. I think, you know, it's not usually my type of game, but I, I'm really having a lot of fun with it, and yeah, I would recommend it, mm-hmm. especially on PC. I don't know. I can't speak for the Xbox 360 version that hasn't come out yet. Not that I would have pl- would have played it anyway on on the 360. That's we'll see how that that goes when that comes out, but. Yeah. I saw it on the X-Bone. I thought it looked better on the X-Bone. I, you know, they did some uh, graphics comparisons and uh, of a, you know, like a super high-end gaming PC in the X-Bone. And yeah, I, th- I think it did look a little bit better it, on the X-Bone. It looked a little more colorful, like uh, yeah. the Lagoon map. Okay. You know which map I'm talking yep. about? Uh, the water looked a lot better. Yeah. I thought, I'm not running everything on high, All so right. I can't speak to how it looks on the Mac settings, but yeah. I thought it looked... A lot better on the X-Bone. Okay. I have everything on the highest except for a couple of the settings, yeah. I think. so. Which isn't, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not that much of a difference. I have most of my stuff on high. Besides, as, as like, long as it runs well. Exactly. Smoothly, which, it, I mean, it does. Yeah. So. The okay. cherry blossom trees look nice. Huh? Yes, they cherry do. Cherry blossoms. In the game? Yeah. There's cherry blossoms. Oh, yeah, I guess in that city map. Angel yeah. City, I think. What it's called? I don't know. That's what I'm looking at right now. Okay. What do you think of the maps, Will? Uh, being more familiar with this type of game. When I first played it, I will say I didn't wasn't enjoying it that much. Like I liked it during the alpha, didn't like it during the beta, and didn't like it at first. But now I'm starting to really like it and get more into it. Uh-huh. The maps are. I like some of the maps I really like, and some of them I don't like. I don't okay. really like the beta maps that I played, Fracture and Angel City. I think uh-huh. it's called Angel City. I pretty bored of them okay and my first game i got was fracture uh-huh and i was like great but for the most part i like all the maps i like lagoon i like um airbase is another one that i really like i can't think of all the names of them yeah. but for the most part i like uh all of them okay so good. yeah i think they're good all right Corey, any other thoughts 
no thoughts from me. I'm I'm curious what you guys uh, will think about it like a month from now. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. I still get really mad when I play it like my old first person shooter days. I have to take a step back every now and oh, again. Yeah. I get so mad when I get killed by a shotgun. Like my friends <laughs> were over last night watching me play. Yeah. And I slammed my fist on my desk and said, "Stupid shotgun." <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't have that yet. Um, I think, like, if you get better, you get more frustrated. But I just expect to to die kind of a lot. Yeah. Actually, when me and Will first started playing the campaign, uh, I had some of my best matches that I had ever had. It mean you were leading the team I'm like, for every mission. <laughs> what happened? Because I went from being, like, last everything to, to being, like, first or second. Like, what what changed <laughs> you know all of a sudden i started playing really well yeah like like uh for some of the matches like when my friends play he's like your brother's doing really good and i was like yeah he is doing pretty good yeah he was, just started it was weird <laughs> but uh you know I'm, i so you still run into someone that's like really really good and, yeah. and just crushes everybody but you know I, I think i'm 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 decent enough now to where i can you know compete compete yeah so just find wall run a lot dan be sneaky. I'm starting to get the hang of movement. That took a little while, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, aim was fine. I never really had an issue with that. But, yeah, movement was, was a little strange. Yeah. And, as I said, I'm starting to develop some muscle memory now. So, yeah. so that that's definitely helpful. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be back with our nibble bits right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 138 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our Nibble Bits segment, which usually comes first, but because we covered Titanfall, we decided to, you know, again, push this one back to the second segment. So uh, I will get us started with Nibble Bits. Uh, again, I, I don't know if I talked about this before the episode started, but I lost all my notes. Uh, There's some co- some sort of conflict with Evernote, and all my notes were gone. So I don't know what happened, but... Perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. Right, you know, right before the episode started. So, uh, these will be a little shorter and less informative than usual, probably, because I'm reading from our Twitter feed, where you can find all of our nibble bits uh, sourced. Uh, The first one is, Nintendo is beating Microsoft in hardware sales. Now, this was as in February, um, and it was the week ending February 22nd. The new NPD numbers, I think, just came out maybe yesterday. So obviously they're they're a little bit different at this point. But this will, this you know kind of gives you a sense of of where where the hardware sales are. Um, uh, latest global sales from VG charts shows the Wii U just twelve thousand two hundred sixty six. Uh, you whoa, two hundred sixty six units short of the Xbox One for the week ending February twenty second. Um, but if you tally up the 3DS, Wii U, and Wii. Um, 
you get a total of 78,451 the Wii U sold just what was it eleven sorry, I lost my place. Uh the, the, the Wii U just sold uh just under six hundred units. Uh less than the Xbox One. Oh, okay in, I, in Europe. Okay, I was during thinking, that week. That's not bad, that is that means it's selling more? Yeah, it's 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 selling well and worldwide the Xbox One is not doing particularly well. Uh worldwide meaning like Europe and, and Australia. It's not in Japan at all yet, so um but obviously uh all these sales charts, the PS four is is really really dominating. Uh the week ending February twenty second, twenty fourteen. Uh globally the, the PS four sold four hundred and forty nine thousand seven hundred and five units. Wow. Xbox One was at fifty six thousand, so huge number difference there. Uh, and even the Wii U sold 44,504 units. Uh, 3DS was second on the list with 121,030 units. So uh, 3DS is, continues to sell extremely well, I'm so, uh, which is nice to see. You figure at some point that plateau out because everybody who really wants one gets one at that point, but yeah. it keeps on increasing. I know. Uh, I don't know how they do it. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's good news. for. I think the, the Wii U starting to make a little bit of a recovery, I guess, Uh What's its face? Uh, Donkey Kong was like kind of a system seller. Oh, really? Crazy, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. No, me neither. I guess it was really good too. I'll probably get it at some point. But... Yeah, but I'm not poor. <sighs> right. Exactly. Me too. Uh, so there's that. Uh, the Xbox Live could feature targeted political ads, um, as if you your subscription fee and ads aren't enough, um, you could get targeted. Uh, Microsoft officials were, you could get targeted targeted, targeted ads. Uh, Microsoft officials were seen handing out promotional materials uh, for the campaign at, at Conservative Political Action Conference, which is CPAC. Um, apparently, the ads would take into account your uh, your username, like your Xbox gamer tag, I guess, uh, as well as publicly available data. Um, so whatever that may be, uh, you never know what's publicly available now. Uh, it seems like everything is, so. That just seems like, I, it, I don't know. That doesn't seem like a great idea. No, that seems horrible to me. <laughs> At all. But, How does it take account in your gamer tag though? Like, what does that mean? Uh, well, your, your, your game, I, I guess it takes like your information from Xbox Live and matches it up with publicly available data. So like your gamer tag. For political ads? For political, targeted political ads. So. so say if your name is Sweaty Smurf Balls, they're not going to have you any political ads. <laughs> I don't know. They, they might put you in the, uh, uh, you know, the Smurf, Smurf party. Yeah, the Smurf protection party. <laughs> All right. Know. That just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I don't like all that stuff, obviously, but that's a rabbit hole. We shouldn't go down right now. Uh, my next one, Mountain Blade Warband gets a full port from Windows PC to mobile. I really like Mountain Blade Warband. It's going to be available on Android devices uh, with the Tegra 4 uh, processor. So if you have a Tegra 4 processor, Mountain Blade Warband, at least right now, is only 699 
Uh, it's a game I, like I said, I really enjoy. And I guess it ha- it's full featured. You know, everything that's in the PC version will also be on the mobile version. I don't know how it controls. Probably. I was going to ask, how would that work on a iPhone? Well, the only the only hard part would be the the like the first person battles that you get into. Like all the map stuff would be, would be plenty easy because that's you know that's all all very uh, simple. At least, you know, because cause it's just, you know, mouse clicks and stuff for the maps. But once you get into the first-person battles, who knows how that controls. But I don't know if you can use a controller, too. We'll see how that goes. I actually thought I would be able to run it, but my tablet has the Snapdragon processor and not the Tegra 4. Because the Nexus, my old Nexus 7 had the Tegra 3. So I was like, oh, this new one must have a Tegra 4, but it's not. Because I would have bought it. I really like that game. Uh, and then my last one, Wildstar launches worldwide in June. Pre-orders will begin next week. Uh, it c- comes out June 3rd, and that's actually one that I played the beta for and really, really liked. I, d- I don't think I can talk about the beta yet. I think the NDA is still active, um, but I'm at least interested. What in game it. is this again? Wildstar. Wildstar. I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, pretty sweet. But... I've heard nothing but good things about that game, but every time I watch like a gameplay video, I'm like, oh. I don't see anything, you know? Okay. Yeah. No, I know. But, like, I don't know. I played it for probably 8 to 10 hours, the beta. Wildstar? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you played that. Oh, yeah. I can't talk about it because of the non-disclosure agreement. Mm. So. It's an MMO? Yeah. All right. I'll have to tie you down and tickle you to tell me what it's like. <laughs> yeah. So, that's it for my nibble bits. Will, what do you got for Nibble Bits? Uh, let's see. My first Nibble Bit is that Gone Home is going to be coming to consoles sometime this year. This year. Mm-hmm. So uh, people who want to play Gone Home on the console, there's your opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly excited for it, but... I wonder if it's going to... Is it going to be PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS3, you think? Probably. So everything? I would think, for, yeah. For 20 bucks. Wow. That seems like a lot for a two-hour game. Yeah, that's how much it was on Steam, I think, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. You haven't played it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to play your copy. Here's your opportunity. <laughs> I'm not going to buy it. I think it. a lot about that game. And? Still? And I've sort of decided the reason I don't really care for it is that it's not a video game. Yeah. It's a story. Interactive story. Yeah. And not it's even. The same, right. It's the same sort of thing I had with uh, Dear Esther. Uh-huh. It's like it's an experience know, more than a it game. Tells, it tells a meaningful, yeah, it's a meaningful experience, but, but it's not a video game. Well, what about a game like To the Moon or Journey? Would you say that they're games? Yes, because you can fail. That's true. That's a good point. Um, and to me, that's that's at least you know everybody has their own definition of a video game, and without getting super philosophical, um, that's a big part of it to me. Is there's you know. There's a goal you're trying to achieve that you can you can fail at. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's true. There's also like act more gameplay elements in those games than there are in uh, Gone Home. Where right, and I mean I'm not saying there's a definitive answer to what is a video game, at, but just for me in in my definition and all that is is I don't qualify. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think Gone Home and Dear Esther are are video games. Right. Hmm. They're video experiences, but not games right yeah that's right i'd agree with that and I, th- I think if you pull them out of that if you don't think of them as as video games you're more likely to appreciate them mm-hmm. but that, i just wouldn't put them in the same conversation right so this will get you mad that kotaku put that in the 10 best games for pc what oh yeah 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 
for sure. That's insane. There, there's thousands of games to play on PC. Right? Thousands. Right? I saw that, and I was like, really gone That's home? stupid. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, you'll never get another experience like this. I was like, it's not a game. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Rovio is making a new, uh, two new Angry Birds games. One is Angry Birds Stella, but the other one that's a little more interesting to me is uh, Angry Birds Epic, and this is a turn-based RPG that has armor, potions, weapons, crafting, and is pretty much completely different. It's story-driven, and as I said, hopefully it's not riddled with microtransactions. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a cool idea for an Angry Birds game. I like turn-based RPG games, but mm-hmm. if it has a lot of microtransactions, that'll ruin it. Don't want. Yeah. yeah. So I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. Okay. Maybe the first Angry Birds game I've played since Rio, probably. Angry Birds Rio. Mm-hmm. Did you play any Angry Birds Star Wars? Bits and pieces. That's Not good. The one that I played through the most of was uh, the first one yeah. and uh, Rio. Okay. And my last one is reported by Go Nintendo. Uh, Hideo Kojima thinks fans should not get their hopes up for Snake in the new Smash Brothers game. Corey, I think you used Snake a little bit. Yeah, I tried. I tried to, you know, go to a few different characters. There were really only two or three that I was decent with, but yeah, he was part of my repertoire. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised by this, personally. I still have to go back to our episode and listen to if we said he'd be in. I feel like we said he wouldn't return. Okay. Yeah, because it was kind of a shocker that he was in the last one. Yeah, yeah, to begin with, he was completely out of the... I don't know. I feel like the Smash Brothers games have a certain type of character that makes it, but he didn't match any of those. I don't know. I feel like he was the odd one out. Right. Didn't we... Yeah, didn't we decide that... Uh, it's Konami, right? Yeah. Uh, reached out to Nintendo about having him in there? Yeah, I think you're right about that, actually. I don't remember specifically how it happened, but I think that's what that's what happened, you know? Yeah, well, one of the... One of the people who, in the article, I don't remember, is a couple Japanese names that I'm not as familiar with, said that if uh, Mr. I don't know is seeing this, hopefully that changes. But as of right now, don't get your hopes up. Yeah. So that makes me wonder how far off the game is, too. Yeah, if they're still wondering about adding characters. Yeah. I would just want this game now. Yeah. But whatever. Um, and that was my last one. Okay. What do you got, Corey? I got some big news. Oh, yeah? The Witcher 3 is delayed until February 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, there was a long quote from CD, CD Projekt Red, but I pulled out the most meaningful part of it. And it read, We could have released the game towards the end of this year as we had initially planned, yet we concluded that a few additional months will let us achieve the quality that will satisfy us, the quality that gamers expect from us. Um, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's not that much longer. It was supposed to release at the end of this year. Uh, what's, what's another few months? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yes, I'd like to play it as soon as possible, but I'd rather play a good version. Game. Yeah, same here. And fall falls hard because that's really when all the blockbuster games come out. You know, it'll it'll be better to come out in February, especially because uh, give it fe- attention. Yeah, February is usually pretty light. Uh, I, we had a great March, but usually, you know, usually early in the year is is not super great for game releases. So that'll be nice to have. Yeah, there's that. usually there's one big February release. Right. Um, and that'll probably be it. Yeah. For next for 2015, who knows? Yeah. A lot of stuff's getting pushed back. That's okay. Which is good in a way. So. Yeah. Give me more time to get through my backlog. Unless it was Watchdogs. Right. Which that was the first one I was legitimately angry at. Yeah. Same here. Uh, so we're all okay with that. Yeah. 
Images of the Amazon game controller leaked. Uh, all but confirms suspicions of an Amazon branded device. People are assuming it's a set top box that plays Android games and is, uh, you know, your watch Amazon Prime, kind of like a Roku set top box. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of makes sense with the news of a few weeks ago that Amazon acquired Double Helix, the makers of the new Killer Instinct game, in addition to a few others. Uh, official announcement imminent. Sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's got to be right. I thought the controller was pretty ugly. Yeah, it was. It's. Uh, I heard it. Dis- I, you know, looking at the pictures, I didn't put two and two together, but apparently it looks like a lot like an OnLive controller. I could um, see that, except offset thumbsticks like the Xbox. Okay, which I prefer usually. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yep. Also, Steam released the their new controller prototype which i guess they're going to show off at gdc i think which is next week so yeah they removed the touchpad yeah i read and put more traditional like buttons on it which i think is a good move yeah but it it makes me wonder why they went with the touchpad to begin with i'm sure they had a good reason for it yeah i mean it can be implemented well yeah maybe it's just not what people were used to so people were quick to write it off yeah I i don't know uh, and anyway, I think Stallion83 deserves a big round of applause for finally earning 1 million Xbox yeah. achievement points. Yeah. Well done, sir. Impressive. I thought That's I had a high impressive. gamer score, and it was like 40,000-something. <laughs> I thought that was high. Yeah, me too, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking to Jared about it. Uh, mine's 10,000. Uh-huh. Um, a million, though. Yep. And he did it in style because he achieved exactly a million. Really? Really? And then held it there, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Good for him. Stylish dude. Uh, Ray Cox is his real name from Knoxville, Tennessee. Good for him. He streams. He does all that stuff. He's big in the gaming community. So congrats uh, uh-huh. to him. And apparently Microsoft was watching, and, and Larry, what's his lips? Major Nelson. Herb. Major Nelson. Larry Herb was, was one of the first to congratulate him. So good uh, good for him. That's cool. And, well, yeah. While we're talking about Xbox, Jake in the chat wants to know our thoughts on Xbox starting to be more direct and honest with fans. Did they start to do that, or does he want them to start doing that? Uh, well, according to Jake, they're going to start doing that. They should have done that anyway. <laughs> yeah, they should have. I agree <laughs> that they should be doing that. It's like them just coming out and saying, you know what, we're going to be a better business. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much what they're saying. I mean, I mean that's good if that's if that's what they're 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 gonna do. They but they probably should have done that all along. And I don't even know what that means. I guess I hope that's not like PR speak for. Oh, that's something. What it is? It's one thing to say it; it's another to actually do it. Right. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, that's they really screwed the pooch this generation. They didn't did, they? right? <laughs> they had a bad start. Uh. Yeah. Anecdotally, just you know, from what I listen to and stuff, like. They're hurting. It's on selling Xboxes. Yeah, and I think it shows the with the price decrease. Well, in some places, the Wii U is almost outselling the Xbox One, and the Xbox One just came out, which is baffling. Yeah, and the Wii U is a, you know, not to mince words, but a pile. I happen to love my Wii U. <laughs> I love mine too. And use it. I would have loved it if it came out seven years ago. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it, at least power-wise, it's quite a bit more powerful than the 360 and uh, and PS3. Yeah. I think it's two or three times as powerful as those. Yeah. No, they just, I mean, they they haven't had enough first-party first titles or unique uh, 
unique uh, Nintendo RPGs like like the Wii had, um, which I think you know they're going to start coming coming out with pretty soon. But when do we find out how many Xboxes Titanfall sold next week? I don't know. I'm assuming a lot. Yeah, probably. Because you know what, if I had had the money, I probably would have gotten. Uh, Xbox One with with Titanfall. Oh yeah, I would. Even too. though I probably wouldn't, that would be the only game I got for for a while. That wouldn't have made made much sense. Maybe I wouldn't have. Oh, if you had but, this is if you had the money. Yeah, if I had a lot of money. Yeah, of course I would have had one already. Probably you would buy one for everybody. Just for S's on and podcast. yeah, just for <laughs> S's and G's. So okay, well let's get into our weeks. Corey, how was your week? It was good. I have a few short little quick things I wanted to just chat about. Sword Art Online is now on Netflix, so there's no excuse not to watch it, Dan. Oh, okay. They, uh, I, every day I check the new updates to Netflix streaming yeah. service, and, and I just saw today that they added that. Okay. Um, so there's really no excuse for gamers not to watch it. Right. So now we have to watch it. You do. You do. Uh, it's not, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. <laughs> Got a couple shows I have to watch though, Corey. You could start with that one. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just move on. You guys don't like when I talk about anime ever. So no, I don't mind. That's not true. Uh, Fresh Direct. You guys familiar with Fresh Direct? It's grocery delivery service. Uh, I think I don't. I don't know if they're just New York. They might be in some other big cities. But uh, I've got placed my first order. Wanted to try it out. Um, I had signed up for it a while ago, but looking for the, at the prices and stuff. I was like, eh, it's not really worth it. As much as I hate shopping around here and having to go to the store and pick stuff up, it's still not really worth the prices. But uh, I guess what they like to do is if somebody signs up and never places an order is they badger them with discounts and coupons and stuff. And it got to the point where they offered me $50 off. So I was like, eh, all right, I'll do it. Um, So we placed our first grocery delivery order, and it was actually really convenient. You just sit, you know sit down, shop on the internet for your groceries, put everything in your cart, tell them how much, you know, weight you want, and they have everything. Um, and then it can show up as early as the next day. Depending on the delivery time, you get discounted shipping. Uh, we chose, a, like, an off-peak time, so we got $2 off the $5 delivery charge. Um, uh-huh. So even delivery was only 3 bucks, and we bought... You had to buy $125 worth of groceries and to get the $50 off. So it was... What's that? 80 or whatever no 175 75. yeah $75 for $125 worth of groceries uh, and they showed up on time everything was really fresh the meat and produce were relative uh, to, to the other meat and produce we get at the grocery stores around here much better really um, yeah because it's you know it's it's straight from the warehouse into the truck which uh-huh. is refrigerated into your door so huh huh um, That's cool. Yeah, we, we were really impressed with it. I don't know if we'll do it because it is, it's just, you know, we're not wealthy people and it's just a little bit more than we'd like to spend on our day-to-day stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's some things we'll, we'll probably get regularly from there. Um, just that it's it's hard to get around here without making a special trip somewhere far to get. Um, so we'll probably stick with some of that and maybe even keep getting produce from there or something. But uh, all in all, a good service and impressive I've never done that before, so nice. Would you guys get grocery delivery if you could? Yeah. Yes. I'm surprised Wegmans doesn't have that. They have. I guess they're starting in uh, in some of their stores. They're starting a service where you either call or maybe online order your groceries, and then you just swing by and pick them up at the store. They put them in your car. 
Oh, that'd be great. I know. Well, because I hate going places, and you know, everyone knows that. Uh, if I never had to leave the house, I wouldn't. Type of thing. Yeah. You yeah. know. So yeah. that would be great for me. But but yeah. I'm also cheap. Yeah. So I, I, at the same time, I wouldn't want to spend a lot more. You know, if it was only a little bit more, that'd be fine. But a lot more wouldn't be worth it to me. Yeah, and, and Jake brings up a good point in the chat that it's nice if you need milk or something instead of going to the store and asking. Just for know, milk, yeah. What, what Or, yeah, or, like, going there and not remembering what you need and stuff. And that's a lot of the anecdotes about it. What I read is that people, you know, what they what they lose in, in money they make up for in time and yep. convenience and stuff. So, definitely, There's definitely something to it. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, the reason I couldn't podcast Wednesday is because my girlfriend and I were going to a show, and I can't remember the name of the show, uh, but this week's theme was video game. It's like a, it's this one or few people that travel around in, in the city, and it's all like nerd culture kind of stuff, but every week they have a different theme for their show, uh, and this week's theme was video games, and there was a guy who is a, like a full-time writer at Marvel, oh. um, there's upright somebody from Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, just, you know, the kind of, like, nerdy entertainment culture that's uh, pretty prevalent these days. Uh-huh. Um, so we went. It wasn't that good, sadly. Uh-huh. Um, we stayed for, like, the first hour or so. Uh, and I could, I would have sat for the whole thing. You know, there was enough there for me to enjoy. But I could tell, like, Sophie was just miserable. Right. Um, and she was being a trooper, you know, trying to take it with a smile and, and stuff. And it probably would have been fine if she was drinking. But uh, she didn't feel well, so she didn't really want to drink alcohol either. Uh, okay. Which would would have probably would have made it a little more fun for her. Right. But uh, she couldn't even do that. So like, you know, once they took a break after an hour, or so I was like, let's. You want to just get out of here? Um, huh. So so we did. But uh, it was. I mean, it was the, the one guy from Marvel talked about Commodore sixty four music for like twenty minutes, and the the culture of the people that still make like Commodore sixty four music today like chip tunes um, yeah kind of stuff like that's that. even like almost pre-chip tunes you know yeah and you could tell he's definitely immersed in that world and right and, and another guy talked about mega man and how as a toddler he was rewarded for sleeping in his own bed rather than his parents with money they'd reward him and he would use that money to buy mega man uh and his story was pretty good because he talked about 25 years later he finally beat i forget which mega man it was but uh he had finally beaten it and I could relate to that a little bit because I just recently beat the first Final Fantasy. Right. After, you know, I played that forever ago, really. Yeah. Um, when I was just a wee lad and, and still hadn't beaten it till just recently. Okay. That was a little bit like me with Final Fantasy Tactics, which I hadn't played since I was a... Or hadn't beat... You know, I played mostly when I was a teenager. Uh, right. I never beat it until last year's 4 in February when I was 29, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but it was, it was all right, you know, something different to do and... Uh, which brings me to my next and final, how was my week? Mm-hmm. Uh, I downloaded this app called Habit RPG. And what it is is you put in, like, daily goals or uh, uh, tasks you want to complete or just, like, habits that you have in, into this app. And you reward yourself or penalize yourself for doing them or not doing them. Um, so I have, like, I have a bad back, so I have this back exercise I try to do twice a day. So I put that in there as, like, a daily task to achieve. And if I do it, I open up the app, and you get, like, a little avatar and a health bar, and you earn experience points. And if I do it, I check it, and it gives me experience points towards gaining a level. Ah. 
Um, what else do I have in there? Oh, like I was going to say, uh, whenever I do something different that I've never done before, I give myself uh, a big experience point reward. Uh, and there's also like a gold reward that you can use to unlock avatar items and stuff like that. Uh, so it's actually pretty cool if you're one of those people who procrastinates for things or oh. if you just want a way to track, you know, what you need to accomplish and, and motivate yourself to do it. It's it's really helpful in that regard. And there's actually a web portal, too, which is a little bit more customizable and makes it easy. But if you just go to habitrpg.com and sign up and then get the app, It's uh, I highly recommend it. And it's also kind of fun. I'm going to get it. It's on It's on Android, too. Yeah. Uh, is, is the icon like a chest? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure it wasn't uh, a cheap knockoff of Habit, Habit RPG. And you can join. Uh, you can join groups and do like group quests and stuff. Somebody can set a goal. Like I re- was reading, uh, you can go to the tavern and chat with people, and, and somebody set a quest like just be nice to people, and every time you do, uh, it goes towards the group reward kind of thing. I'm I'm downloading it right now. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Because I am the worst kind of uh, procrastinator. Yeah. I could sit an entire day and not accomplish anything. Feel bad yep. about it afterwards, but at that point, it's too late. You know. While you're not doing it, you're like, I should probably do this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you still don't. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Anything else, Corey? I don't think so. All right. Uh, I'll go next. I got a couple things to report. Uh, I wasn't able to play Titanfall on Tuesday because... Uh, Myself and Eric and our significant others uh, went to Buffalo to see the the Sabres Predators game. Uh, we went up there. We left uh, midday probably, went to the Pearl Street Brewery and ate before the game and then walked to the arena, which was really close. Um, this is a fun game. Nashville ended up winning, was it 4-1 to one with an empty net goal at the end. Uh, I went in expecting a loss uh, because Nashville had won the night before and also started their backup goaltender who is not as good as Pecorino is. Uh, but they ended up winning. Uh, I'm not familiar with, with the te- the Predators team that I've been seeing play the past few games because they're actually scoring goals. Um, Blasphemy. I know. It's weird. Uh, usually they'll, you know, if the other team scores, like, two goals a game, the game's over, you know. Um, but, you know, even last night, like, against Chicago, uh, they beat Chicago 3-2. to two. So, Whoa. I know. They won three in a row, and I really don't think that's happened all season. Really? So. Are they going to are they going to squeak into the playoffs? They might. They are six points out of a playoff spot right now. Oh wow, um, they're not that far out at all. No. Uh, what is there like maybe twelve games left, or no more than that? I think I think they have sixteen games left or fourteen games left. So uh, there's still a shot. It would be nice to be able to sneak into the postseason, but. Um, yeah, that was the best. The Predator. That was probably the best against the Sabers. Is probably the best game the Predators have played all season. Uh, very, very tight defensively, which was nice. Uh, so they helped out Carter Hutt and their backup goalie, uh, and then they actually scored some goals, which, like I said, is very weird for a Predators fan to see. Was Eric shocked at all? I don't think so. No, um, he was expecting a loss too uh, from his team. So I actually <laughs> oh. predicted before the game it was going to be. Two to one, Sabers win the shootout because Nashville never wins a shootout. Um, so that was my my prediction, but uh, yeah, it was it ended up being four to one. So the Braves got the first goal. What's that? Didn't the Sabers get the first goal? Yeah, uh, it was three minutes into the game too. They had a power play and they scored, and I was like, "Oh, this Here is going to be a long game." Um, but they was anybody trying to dump beer on you or anything? No, everyone was very civil. <laughs> Uh, I, I wasn't. I don't have anything Predators that fits other than the, the sweatshirt. 
um, but it's filthy, so I didn't wear it. My wife wore her one of her Predator shirts. No, no one paid us any attention. Um, but it's it's Nashville, um, not a not a divisional rival, uh, not even a conference rival. It's you know in the in the Western Conference. Um, so and as a Sabres fan, you're kind of a dick if you get <laughs> right. fired up. <laughs> well, the, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> this year anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no one no one said anything to us. Actually, I talked to the guy behind us for a little bit. Um, because he he offered because uh, Eric and his girlfriend were a couple rows behind us. So uh, during after I think it was after the second period, he's like, "Hey, uh, we can move our seats if you because you know we would look back and talk to them and stuff." He's like, "If we'll, we'll move if you want them to sit like right behind you." I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So I talked to him for a few minutes. Uh, you know, everyone everyone was fine. It was it was a good time. Good. Um, uh, and then I played Titanfall after we got home. We got home at like two o'clock in the morning, and I jumped on titanfall wow so it was a little all-nighter no i went to bed at like four Uh, i played titanfall for i don't know maybe an hour and a half so (laughs) it was like but i couldn't not play you know i had to play it was just just sitting it was sitting there and the whole time i wanted to after the game was over i wanted to hurry and get home so i could (laughs) play titanfall so was there anybody on the predators team that impressed you I I told Eric before the game started the only good forward we have is Craig Smith, mm-hmm. um, and he he was good all game, um, but the defense all the defensemen uh, impressed me. I'm really happy with our D. I think the average age of our defense is like 22. Holy so, crap! Yeah, I mean Shea Weber's the oldest at like 28, however old he is. So because I know Roman Yossi's young, Seth Joe Seth Jones is young, Ryan Ellis is young. I yeah. think the second oldest is Matthias Ekholm, who's like 23 or 24. So you've got a good defensive core. Yeah. Well, very... I saw Roman Yossi had three assists last night. Yeah. So. No, he's. I mean, they're all good. Nice. I'm, I hope they can keep them together. You know, for for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've even been, well, Delzato might be the second oldest. He's probably what 25. Corey? Yeah. Sounds about right. Okay, so he's probably the second oldest defenseman. But yeah, the average age is like 22, I think, or 23. for. Huh. So yeah, the de- defense definitely impressed me. They played really How's Delzato well. working out for you? You like him? Yeah, I do. Um, he fits in nicely with the team. Yeah. Um, because all of their defensemen are like uh, good puck-moving defensemen, good skaters, yeah. Uh, yeah. positionally strong. So he hasn't scored a lot, but he doesn't really need to. Uh, with with Yossi and Weber on the first scoring line, and then right, he's paired with Ryan Ellis, who is also a very offensive defenseman. Um, so you. he doesn't need to. There's no pressure on him to score all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's right. he's fit in nicely. That's good on the second defensive pairing. Yeah. So is uh, what's his name? Forsberg? Is he still in the AHL? Yeah, he's in the AHL along with their player that they got from the Red Wings. I guess they're on a line that's that's doing really well right now. So probably next year you think they'll both be up? Hopefully. Uh, I want them to get Philip Craig, Forsberg. Philip Forsberg and Callie Yarncroc, I think is his name. I'm, I'm hoping they get players to surround Craig Smith because I think if he was on a team like the Penguins, he would have like 70 points. Yeah. Uh, but because he's on the Predators and they don't score very much, he's got like 45 points, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot for our team, you know. Is Gabriel Bork doing anything? Bork, uh, n- not really. He's kind of like a third liner. I thought he was. Re- I thought he was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. He, I mean, they have a lot of their average, like, checking line players. You know, they don't have uh, top-tier uh, first-line talent. But Scores. I think Craig Smith is one of those players. Oh, okay. Um, he just needs the other players around him. so To make him shine? Yeah. 
so that was fun. Uh, a couple other things. I bought the XCOM Enemy Within, finally. Yeah. Uh, it was on sale for, like, 7 bucks. I'm like, I can't pass that up, so I bought it. Uh, I also bought Towerfall, which we, which Will's going to talk about later. I haven't played it yet, but I did buy it because it was it's normally fifteen dollars. It was on sale for twelve for as like a new introductory price. So yeah, that's what they do. They dock the price by like two dollars or three dollars depending yeah. on how much everything is. Which was cool. So I still had my ten dollar credit for for signing up for PSN. So um, I, I used that. It only ended up costing me like two bucks. Wow, that's uh, which a steal. was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk about, I finally, I, I watched something like live on TV, like a show for the first time in years, probably. Uh, it was Cosmos with, uh, the new updated Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, and it was awesome. If you're into science and space and type, that type of stuff, uh, definitely watch it. I've been a Neil deGrasse Tyson fan for quite a while now. Um, he's a very good communicator, which I don't think is something you find that much from the scientific community. Um, he's a doctor of astrophysics and he's at the Hayden planetarium. Um, but he, he did a really good job with it. I guess the executive producer is Seth MacFarlane too. Really? Yeah. Which I thought was weird, but that's a weird combo. I know it is, <laughs> uh, but it was really good. Um, I didn't get to watch it as what, like as, as closely as I, you know, cause I've got two kids and of course they fight bedtime with every fiber of their being. So I didn't like, I'll probably, I'll probably buy them like on DVD when they come on DVD, but I did like watch most of it and I listened when I could, uh, but it was really well done. Really very cinematic. Uh, it's the, like the updated version of uh, Carl Sagan's cosmos. So if you're into like sciencey type of stuff, definitely, definitely give it a watch. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So yeah. any interest in cosmos, Corey? Of course. Uh, I, if I had known it was on, I would have watched it. Su- it's Sunday nights. It's going to yeah. be on for, I don't know how how many episodes it's going to be, but it's on tomorrow night too. I think it's it's at nine on Fox. Okay. So, like I said, other than sports, that's the first like thing I've actually watched on TV when it was actually on. Yeah. You know, Scheduled years. to be on TV. Yeah, exactly. Years probably. So uh, that was really good. Uh, so, well, what do you what do you got going? Um. Well, the first thing I did was uh, on. Xbox Live, I had to think about what it was called. On Xbox Live, uh, they gave out Dragon Ball Z, the first season, uh, for free. So nice. I've been watching that. How good is it? The first season, well, my favorite moment was the Cell saga. Okay. Because uh, I loved when Gohan killed him. Uh-huh. I thought that's my favorite part. Um, and this one's just basically like Vegeta and the other guy coming back, and it's not quite as good. Bardock it, is that his name? Yeah, I think it's Bardock, or it's something like that. I don't, I, I didn't hear the name very well, but uh, like, so the beginning is a little rougher. Like, you know, the the voice acting, like Vegeta's voice actor gets way better. Yeah, they get a new guy because yeah. the one that he has now is just horrible. Yeah, and it's like, as someone will who watched season one when it first aired in the United States. Uh huh. I disagree. You think it was better then? Yes, I will say there's more. There's a lot more action uh, in the earlier seasons. In the newer ones, it's like I was watching a little bit of the Gohan cell fight, and probably 15 minutes of it was them just staring at each other, talking smack, Charging up a spirit ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Cell will say, "Come at me," and Gohan will say, "With pleasure." Then they'll just stare at each other. Yeah, and then one will punch one, and then that'll be it, and it'll pan over to Vegeta. It was <laughs> it was really bad when we watched it in high school because. Uh, a lot of times they'd spend an entire episode. Nothing would happen. They would just charge their Super Saiyan or whatever. Oh yeah, uh, for a whole episode. And like it's it's probably better now that you can watch 
consistently, but then we had to wait like another week or I don't know if it came out the next day, but we had to wait a while See, before we could watch the. That would make me really mad for yeah. if that happened. So I could understand you not liking it when that was airing. Yeah. Uh, the seasons are like forty episodes too, which is crazy. Yeah. I'm used to like a like a, anywhere from a fifteen to a twenty five. Yeah. But uh, right now we're on the episode where like Goku died, and it's funny because they'll pan to like Vegeta and whatever the other guy's name is is like their ball, and they're just kind of sitting there with their heads down. Then I'll pan to Goku; he's just running on Snake's way. Yeah. And then I'll pan back to Gohan just being trained by himself, and then it'll just go back and forth. So okay. I'm like, I like I remember all of it and stuff like that, and I am I'm loving watching it again. Yeah. My favorite character was always Piccolo. Piccolo, yeah, Piccolo is the one who uh, is took our like, pretty much Gohan. yeah kidnapped him and trained him. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of the last episode I saw. It's been a week since I watched it because I watched it with my friends on Saturday night. It's such a good show. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking forward to. I really am looking forward to getting this season two with the Frieza oh, okay. stuff. That's yeah. what I remember the most of. That's when I started really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Is season two when they go to Namek? Yep, Planet Namek. Which is, I think, Piccolo's home planet, yep. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, me and my friends were talking about it. Like, you remember the androids? And we're like, yeah, and stuff like that. The last thing I remember watching with it was uh, the Boo. Oh, the Boo Saga. The yeah. Boo Saga. So that's the last thing I remember. I don't know how much farther after they went with that. I don't you know. Should go, uh, you should go backwards and watch Dragon Ball. What's Dragon? I, I even like that more than the Dragon Ball Z stuff. Dra- Dra- Dragon Ball, was, was it was Goku versus Piccolo, wasn't it? Mostly uh, later on, but uh, early on it was uh, just Go- young Goku. You know when he met Bulma and uh, Master Yoshi. Oh, really? Yeah, Master Yoshi, Master Yoshi. Um, and Chi Chi's in. It. You should. It's it's. You know, I really like Dragon Ball Z the first couple seasons anyway. But if you go back and watch those that early Dragon Ball series, that's good stuff. Is uh-huh. it? I will. Where can I watch it? Is it? Um, you can buy it. I think there's like on those anime sites that stream stuff illegally. You can watch it there too. Okay, because I, I like I said, I, I would like to be able to watch through all of that, bringing back yeah. my childhood. It's good. Stuff. It's it's really good. That early stuff. Yeah. Okay. Way more uh, action packed. Yeah, definitely. Because as you guys said, they would take a whole episode just charge their spirit bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Which could be frustrating. And uh, the other show I'm watching still is Pretty Little Liars. Um, nice. Oh, God. Season finale next Tuesday, so I'm excited. Sophie, do you want to talk to Will about Pretty Little Liars? Yeah, bring her on. <laughs> she doesn't want to. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, the season finale for season four is Tuesday, and I'm excited. Nice. <laughs> okay. That's about it. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this.
Welcome back, everybody. Episode 138 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Corey, do you want to get started? I know you did, said you didn't really have time to play much. Did you play anything? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to play much. I did play more Final Fantasy VI iOS. Uh, I am now in the world of Ruin. I have collected many of my teammates. Most recently, I just got Mog um, and Umaro, because you need Mog to get Umaro. And, of course, I got the Moogle Charm, which mm-hmm. is behind Mog yep. in his little cave. Can't forget um, to get that, you know? No, no. Uh, and it's nice because I've played this game a lot, so, you know, I don't mind skipping some random encounters if possible. But it's funny because everything has a different name in, in this version of it. And in, in this in the iOS version, it's uh, the Mululu Charm. Oh, really? Which kind of bothers me. Yeah. That would bother I kinda me. I kind of wish everything had the old names. I don't mind, you know, new dialogue and stuff, but... Uh, kind of wish the names were were the same does it fit more with like current final fantasy names of things i haven't really picked up on that um yeah because i think it's like potion and high potion whereas before it was tonic oh, okay yeah uh yeah and x potion and ether and x ether and now i've got a question like in this this is like uh the remake is there like new people you recruit like do they do anything like that or is it just no 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 it's it's all the same stuff it's just the user interface is a little bit different and they changed uh a lot of the the writing okay um i don't think they even had you know how the like the game boy advance version had that extra dungeon and stuff yeah i don't think that's in this in this version Hmm. okay um which would have been nice if it was because then it would be like the definitive you know final fantasy six but uh, no, I'm still really liking it, and uh, it's definitely one you should try if you haven't played it yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, South Park, the Stick of Truth. Yeah, let's finally, talk about that. Finally got a few more hours into it. I think I'm at like three hours now. It's it's really great. Uh, you know, you guys talked about it at length last week, but uh, I'm right on board with loving the humor part of it. And, and even as a game on its own, I think it's... Uh, it's good. It's it's the combat's really fun. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you guys mentioned how you like the timed hits, uh, Mario RPG style timed hits and, and defense and stuff, and that definitely adds a more active element to to the battle as opposed to just squaring off JRPG mm-hmm. style. Uh, I'm trying to think. I I've sort of been just trying to do the main story stuff, and if in those adventures I come across the side stuff, great. I haven't really been focusing on the side stuff too much because I figure I'll see it eventually. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's 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 really great game, a lot of fun, and as you guys said, if you like South Park, it's uh, it's, it's a must. For you, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Really, all right. Um, I'll give it more time, but uh, really like it. Okay, oh. I made a thief character. I should say. Oh yeah. Uh, did any of you guys make a thief? No. No, Eric and They're... I were Jews. I haven't really had any troubles with combat because I found the thief's mug skill is really useful because you can just uh, you you go to the whoever's in the back row. You can attack only people who are in the back row and steal from them, and then you knock them out for a couple rounds. And you can get like perks that extend the length of the knockout. Oh, so it's it's really useful and it works on anybody. So you can knock out bosses and stuff. Uh-huh. Wow, which is really helpful. Anything else? <sighs> no. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. I'll talk about South Park, too, because uh, I played a bit more, and I beat South Park. Hey! Thank you. I, th- I thought you might have beaten it. Yeah, I did. I wanted to beat it before Titanfall, because I didn't, you know, if I really liked Titanfall, I didn't know how, you know, how I would balance out the, the South Park. But I beat it. It's really good. 
front to back. Uh, we'll do we'll do a hangover episode where we talk about our favorite parts. I don't want to talk about my favorite parts because it's kind of a spoiler. Okay. Um, so we'll, yeah, after we all beat the game, uh, we'll we'll do a hangover episode where we talk about some of our favorite parts and like what happens at the end and stuff. Um, but yeah, I really really liked it front to back. I think it took me about thirteen hours. Okay. Uh, so not super long, but I I feel like the length is just right for for the game. Um, if it if it had ended up being too long, that wouldn't have been good. Um, so yeah, the, the length is is just just perfect for it. So really, Gimli. Um, I just did the end of the giggling donkey bit. Oh, that's really good. that that is really good. Where where they destroy uh, they destroy Jimmy's house and his parents' bed and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's so good. Um, but yeah, I played that. What else did I play? Uh, Bravely Default. I keep playing. I'm at like 48 hours played on Bravely Default. Uh, I just uh, did the last crystal, um, but there's still qu- you know quite a bit more left to do. Um, but yeah, still really enjoying that. I play probably an hour or two every day uh, when I can with 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 the kids, you know. So uh, still really liking that. Uh, it's quite the quite the uh, commitment though that game. Don't don't uh, don't play it unless you're playing on spending. I think like seventy hours is the how long Whoa. to beat on it. So that's wow. It's pretty. It's a doozy. Uh, but you know, it's a it's a good game. Uh, and then the only other thing I played was. Uh, quite a bit more, actually. Skylander Swap Force. Um, me and my wife played it uh, a fair amount this weekend, actually. Probably four or five hours worth. Uh, it's it's starting to get, to, to get difficult now. Sorry, I'm getting stuff from the dog. Um, yeah, it's starting to get quite a bit more difficult. Uh, I don't know why. It just kind of it, like, flipped a switch, and the game's like hard now. Uh, before probably the first five or six uh, levels in the levels in the game, we never had to uh, uh, swap out our Skylanders because they died. Like if your Skylander dies, you can't use it for the rest of that level. So, you know, if you don't have a huge stockpile of Skylanders and you, you lose a bunch of characters, um, you can, I don't know that you can continue, or maybe you can continue from a checkpoint uh, with with one Skylander. Um, if but, you fail a mission. Yeah, I don't think you can fail. I think they'll, they'll still give you the use of one from a checkpoint, and you just have uh, to beat it. But okay. like we, we ended up uh, last Saturday, uh, I was the only one left with a Skylander, um, and I didn't want to keep playing it because you know that's me, me and my wife played together, so we kind of abandoned ship on that one. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. All of a sudden, it just it kind of got hard, and I don't know if it's <laughs> part of it. The reason is because we we got a bunch of new characters, um, and not a, they're not leveled. So they're all like level one and two, whereas our upper level characters are like eleven. Okay. So, I have a stupid question. Well, yeah. two stupid questions. Is the Spyro exist in any yes form? In yeah, game? we actually have a Spyro. We have Mega Ram Spyro, who is oh. one of the Skylanders. Yep. Oh, cool. And uh-huh. also these uh, these toys that you put on the portal, mm-hmm. or however it works, mm-hmm. could kids play with them? Like outside yeah. of the. It's actually they're they're pretty nice toys. Uh, they're yeah. a little bit on the expensive side, especially if you get the new uh, SWAT Force ones, which are the the ones you can split in half. Um, I think I, I mean if you find a, a sale, you can get them for like ten bucks, but usually they're fifteen probably for one. Um, but what it's a bunch a, of geniuses. Uh, yeah, yeah right? exactly. Because uh, we actually bought more Skylanders this week. I bought a Skylanders Giant, which we need for for the game, and my wife bought. Uh, Another one of the the swap force ones, which you also need. 
Well, because not only the only there's only like eight or ten that actually like split in half. Probably this game sounds so cool. It is very cool. Um, it, it is diabolical, absolutely. Especially <laughs> uh, if you have kids, that, you know, young kids that are all into it. You have to probably spend a lot of money buying them all the Skylanders. Uh, but one of the good things is, is they're backwards compatible. So any of the ones from, that you get from the older games will carry on into the next Skylanders game, which I think they're supposed to have some information about at this year's GDC. So oh, nice. Uh, I think they're going to do a yearly Skylanders release. Are you, um, you think this? Do you think this would be a good model for Pokemon? Probably. Yeah, it'd probably work. I guarantee they would make a fortune um, if they did that for Pokemon. Yeah. Disney Infinity is another, like, it has the same idea, um, but it's with Disney characters instead of Skylanders, which I'm not as interested in. I prefer the the nah. the unique, uh, unique Skylanders and stuff and all the weird things that the Skylanders are, you know. There are um, some weirdos that are super into Disney stuff, though. Yeah, I know, uh, and <laughs> it's that's that's fine. But I like the creativity that goes into you know creating all these new characters and stuff. You know, um, there's also a lot of really big name voice actors that do voices for the Skylanders. Um, John DiMaggio, who does Bender, um, Gimli. God, <laughs> what's Gimli? he doing? Hey, He's stepping on my headphone cord. Put the muzzle on him. It's ripping my headphones off. Hey, the wife was supposed to call him up. Muslim. I mean, she's got the kids. So, um, but anyway, uh, John DiMaggio does one. Uh, Billy West does one of them. Would you get out of here? <laughs> I'm trying to text her. I'm trying to get him to take the Nemo. Um, Troy Troy Baker, who does a lot of video game voices, does does one of the voices of one of the Skylanders. Yeah, he's um, there. Uh, uh, what's his lips? Who? The guy that voices everybody. What's his name? What's his name? Troy that Baker. Guy. No, the other one. I don't that know. That voice is everybody. Like Shepard and... Oh. oh. I, Mark. It's Mark something. Zuckerberg. No, he doesn't do one. Um, but uh, Patrick Warburton is also a voice. Does a voice for uh, Skylanders. So it's pr- pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool game. I really like it. Um, if you got kids, probably maybe keep them away from it. Unless you want to play with them, it's a, it's a good co op game too. Uh, probably not. Don't co- don't tell them you can buy more Skylanders. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, and we're glad we have more because if we if we end up losing a couple, now we have some backups, you know. So, uh, but it's a fun game. Like I didn't realize it had all the abilities that it does, and you can upgrade your weapons and stuff. Like it's it's not super deep, but it's deep enough to keep uh, someone like me who's who's more into the RPG elements in, in games uh, interested in it. And it's a fun, fun co-op game. So you think you're gonna get the next one? Oh yeah, definitely, uh, without question. But and you know mm. because, like I said, we have all the Skylanders that we already have, so we can uh, just carry those over into the next game. Does it ever feel like a money sink though? You ever like this is just ways to this is just a, a smart way to get money out of me? No, um, it, p- partly because you don't have to spend the money out. You can play the game through and beat it with the Skylanders that it comes with. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, when you buy a Skylander, like, you're getting this toy, you know? It's a figurine, it's a toy, and like I said, if you have kids, they can play with those. They're pretty decent quality, too. It doesn't feel like you could easily break one. Um, so there's that, too. Like, when, when you when you do, like, a microtransaction or an in-app purchase, like, it, there's no meaning to it, you know? There's nothing that you physically get, but because you're actually physically getting a, a toy here, it's it's uh, it's not as not as bad. 
and the game's good. I mean, that helps. So, yeah, I'm watching some gameplay right now. It looks awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And you, you know, when you're when you're playing, you can swap out your Skylanders anytime. Uh-huh. Uh, you just pull it off the portal and put on the new one. So I'm looking at uh, Skylanders portal hacks. Oh, is there portal hacks? <laughs> Apparently, like what? I don't know. I'm just looking on YouTube here. Uh, play a three pack still in box trick. Huh. Oh, I could see that. So so if you so you don't have to buy it because if you take yes. it out of the package, obviously you can't return it. That's kind of. Scuzzy. Shady. Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks. Yeah, there's a few here. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good game. I enjoy it. But that's all I played. I think. Yeah. So. Uh, do we want to get right into feedback? Hi. What? Will. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Will. I forgot you again. <laughs> go ahead. It's all right. I'm used to it. Well, um, I, I usually try and go last for that very reason, to make sure I get everybody so you, first. So you don't forget. So I, yeah, so I assumed that I already talked to you, but yeah, go ahead. It's understandable. I, I mean, Eric's not here to give me crap and give, make me feel bad, so. <laughs> right. It's all right. But the first thing I played and beat was Fire Emblem Awakening. Hey! Yeah. Hey! Put about 35 hours into it around, mm-hmm. around that. Uh, love that game. I started another playthrough already on hard, mm. so it's awesome game. How much harder is it? Hard. Very hard. Uh, this fight where uh, you're Krom, when Crom, Lisa, Frederick, and you are sleeping, and Crom and Lisa go out, and that's when you like Marth comes in or whatever, like that fight with the fire, and that's when Sully and Vivre, I was Virion, Virion. I always I can never get his name uh, come in that fight. Like they can one hit kill Crom. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's like, oh, Crom, you can't die yet. So, yeah. you know, it goes back and you have to redo it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a pain. But, you know, I'm looking forward to playing it. And, you know, I'm probably going to look up, like, the perfect, like, couples to match everybody up with to make everybody as good as they can be. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. That was a great game. Uh, and the other thing I played was Towerfall Ascension, which was the old Oya game, which was... You know, the one thing that worked on the Oya, I guess. The best the one th- thing that was good on the Oya. Yeah, the best thing on the Oya. Yeah, uh, so that got the PC and PS4 release. So basically, the game is based around... I'm not sure how it works in the Oya, as opposed to the new ones, but that's what you you're, you choose between four archers in the game, and what you can do is you can do versus or quest mode. And quest mode is, like, you go into one of the, you know, already generated levels, and you pick a character, which is, there's, like, the thief, some, like, uh, last of the order, which is, like, a hooded figure of some, I don't know, the backstory between any of that, the assassin prince, and the turncloak soldier are the characters, and they're all archers, and that's how the, that's, like, how the main fighting works. So if you're doing quest mode, is you and, like, your, like, solo or a friend can go into a world, and you do kind of, like... It's like the old Super Mario games were, uh, when you go into the world with, like, the, the Koopas coming in, and you try to fight for, like, position. Like, mm-hmm. if I pass Cory's space, like, he would battle me and Mario to go ahead of me. That's kind of how it is. Like, you're in the, the world like that, and you're jumping up and down, and you're trying to take out the enemies that they spawn, and there's, like, anywhere between five to six waves of constantly, like, spawning enemies. Once you take them all out, like, you go on to the next level. So that's how quest wor- uh, mode works. And then there's the versus mode, where it's you versus however, however many archers you're going to have. Like, I only have two controllers, so it's 1v1, and you try to fight each other. And it's a best of five on a map. Oh, and it's a cool. lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I, I've, me and my friends played best of seven series last night. 
Um, and we had a blast with it. And nice. it's competitive, and what it does is after you kill, like, a friend, they do a re- instant replay, and you can slow it down and stuff like that <laughs> to make them real, like, see it longer and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and if you run out of arrows, what you can do is you can stomp on people, so you just land on their head, like, in a Mario game. Uh, you can, and, like, there's, like, a dash button, too, which are the triggers and the bumpers on the PlayStation. So you just slide across the screen. Um, that's one way to be able to avoid things quickly or get closer to shoot an arrow or something like that. Um, and there's unlockable characters. There's, like, four more archers, maybe. There's, like, the... the it starts out with orange, pink, green, and uh, blue. And then there's a yellow, uh, white, purple, and cyan archer. Okay. So... There's variety. They don't have any special abilities that I can see. I just started playing it last right. night, so I don't know if there's any like special abilities or anything like that. But it is a lot of fun from what I've played. I actually uh, I ended up buying it without even knowing what it was about. I just read great things about it, and you know I had that credit like I talked about. But I watched a video and uh, last night before I went to bed, and yeah, like you said, it's 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 like an archery game but it, uh, with Mario elements but it's also a little bit, little bit like Pac-Man like when you go off the side of the map or in a hole yeah. you, if you go like in a hole down the bottom you come off the top of the screen and if you go off the edge of the right hand side of the screen you come off the left hand side of the screen yeah. so that's kind of cool and it, it adds a new new layer uh, to, to the to the game types and stuff. Yeah, because like if you go down a hole and you're like, ah, I got away, but he could just shoot the arrow and have yeah. it go down and come up and kill you through the top. Yeah, and I like that. <laughs> I like the arrow thing too because you only get a certain amount of arrows. You can't just fire them. You get you start off with three. Yeah, you start out with three. Um, and you have to go pick them up before you can shoot them again. Which makes it so, as you said, somebody can't get next to you and just spam them and try yeah. and hit you. Like some of my friends off the start yesterday were shooting their three arrows right off the bat. So I'd have to try to avoid them and then pick them up so they wouldn't have any. Oh, you could pick which, up the other people's the, arrows. Yeah, oh, which, cool. which makes it a lot harder for them. And there's chests on the map, which you can get wings to fly. There's one where like, if you get like a lava ball and what happens, the sides of the map, the, a lava wall comes in and pushes it and constricts it. Nice. Uh, which is really cool. And like, if like me and Corey were playing, for example, and I killed Corey with an arrow and he ended up being able to kill me, nobody gets a point. Uh, it just stays. It, it was a wash. Round, oh, okay. So nobody gets, you know... The cheap, you know, oh, I killed you, but I was around ahead, so we both get a point, and I win because of that, which is good, because I would hate tying and then losing because I tied. Right. But I've had a lot of fun with the game. It's really hard, the quest mode. I take, It took me, like, 15 tries, at least, to do the second level. Uh-huh. And it, it's it's really hard. And I don't, I'm, I don't know if it's just because I'm not good at it or if it's just that hard. I think it's kind of hard, a hard Towerfall. It, it's supposed to be a harder game, probably, right? Towerfall and Titanfall came out on the same day. Yeah, it's right? a little confusing. People were complaining on Towerfall videos for the PS4, like, oh, you know, Microsoft is getting Titanfall, but here we are getting indies. Oh, jeez. And I was like, eh, calm down. Yeah. Just wait. But uh, I've had a lot of fun, and I'm trying to unlock all the archers. I haven't gotten anywhere yet because I'm not really sure how to unlock them. Yeah. But, like I said, it's hard, and I've had a lot of fun. I think this game had, like, a 90 on Metacritic. Yeah, it's very highly rated. So that's why You I have this it. on PS4? Yeah. You should have gotten it. It's on Steam, right? Yeah. I wish there's, you'd gotten it on Steam. There's no online. Oh, there isn't? No, I don't think so. They it's all local? Yeah, they didn't want to do it because Kotaku did an article breaking this down because, like, on one screen, like, you shoot an arrow and it's going to hit them, but it doesn't register because on the other screen somebody already jumped over it. Because gotcha. of lag issues, and they said they didn't want to really do that because it would just bring a whole bunch of crap to the game that, you know, people would just get mad about that stuff. Yeah. So that's mm. why they didn't do it. Eh, makes sense. 
Yeah. Which, because I, I read about that before I bought it to make sure. That but there, there was... is local co-op on the Steam version too, right? Yeah, there is, I think. I'd assume so. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I have a lot of fun. Uh, it's a great, great indie game. I'm glad I bought it. Yeah. I'm probably, like I said, I'm going to try and play it and, you know, beat it. All right. Sounds good. Anything else? That's all I played. All right. Uh, well, let's get right into feedback then, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just call it up. We have an email, too. Yeah, I'm just going in our email to get everything. I'm not sure what we had. I think we had a Facebook thing. Are they both in the feedback folder? Or everything uh, in the feedback folder? Facebook doesn't always go to the feedback or doesn't go to the email. Uh, so I'm not sure. Well, I'll have you read the Facebook one then. There's stuff on Facebook. I'll read the emails. Uh, Why am I not logged in? Corey. What the hey? I was having fun watching uh, Towerfall videos. Oh, were you? Yeah. Good. Are you going to get it for PC? Probably. Uh, I think it's only like nine bucks right now. Yeah, that's, it's it's pretty cheap. Might be worth it. Fun to play with, with company. Yeah. I recommend it. And the cool thing on the PlayStation controller, while you guys are getting the stuff ready, uh, the depending on the color of the archer you pick, your PlayStation controller will shine that color. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead of seeing the same blue and red that I always see, like if you choose the green character, it'll flash green mm-hmm. or yellow. or mm-hmm. and, and I like that stuff because, for whatever reason, it's the small things that I really love like that. Okay. That's nothing. Like, it's not even that cool, but I'm like, ooh, colors. Nice. But yeah. All right. Here is uh, our first email. This is from Julian in Chicago who says, Hi, bros. Uh, first, I got the the South Park game. I'm not a huge South Park fan, and while I didn't get all the jokes in it, I found it to be a decent game. I would give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, there was one joke that really got me, but after you first recruit Token and you first get a chance to talk to him, he says, I don't want to join the KKK, but Cartman had some good points. That should have made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On that note, if you guys were South Park characters, who would you be? I think Will would be Butters. He is innocent, the innocent of the group, and even when he tries to be bad, it just ends up being adorable. Corey would be uh, Clay, a sarcastic dude but likable dude. Clay. <laughs> is Clay a character in South Park? Yeah, he's he's not uh, on every episode, but he's around. Oh, I, I haven't seen a lot of the new ones, so I'm not familiar with Clay. Isn't he the one that goes, like, I would be so happy? Maybe. I don't Isn't know. that Clay? I don't know. I'm not familiar with Clay. Uh, Dan is Stan, plain, but somehow the main dude. And Eric, um, Eric is hard to pin down. At first I thought Cartman, <laughs> uh, but thinking about it, I would go with Timmy just because I can totally see Eric going, Eric, Eric, Eric. <laughs> also, I actually managed to find a copy of Xenoblade. I don't even own a Wii, but I borrowed one uh, from my little nephew just to play this game. Xenoblade is what I want from a JRPG. Big, epic, overdramatic story uh, with an interesting battle system. I'm barely out of the initial tutorial area, and I have already put eight hours into it. This is the game that will suck any free time from me. Also, I want to eject some American sports talk because, come on, hockey is for Canadians. The draft is coming up, and the first five picks will be some of the more interesting picks in recent history will houston go with Clowney or will they go with uh, quarterback will the rams stick with bradford and get him another wide receiver and Watkins, or will they uh go fuck it and take a qb 
How will the Jags and the Browns pick? Uh, will they QB or will they go need? Oh, and the Raiders. Oh, poor Raiders. Uh, either they have a top QB drop down to them or every big-name guy will be gone and they will reach for a guy. And, of course, whoever gets Johnny Football will bump, be my secondary team. I hope he goes to the Browns. Damn, so much drama. Fuck, I feel so fucking manly right now. <laughs> Finally, a small roundtable topic. How do you guys feel about spoilers in social media regarding movies, TV, and games? I believe that when it comes to movies and games, I think people should avoid spoilers. Uh, six months after release of a game, then you can say whatever you want. And once a movie comes out uh, on video again, you can say what you want. But when it comes to live TV, I think the 24-hour rule applies uh, if you uh, don't see the show when it airs, then fuck it. It's your choice. Uh, yes, in today's world, a lot of people DVR shows, but it's on them to avoid spoilers. Have a great weekend. Laters. Uh, so I'm glad you like South Park. Uh, and that's an, a different perspective, you know. He's a, not a huge South Park fan, but is still getting enjoyment out of the game. So uh, there you go. I can't appeal to not, not necessarily South Park fans. Yeah, um, And he might have meant Clyde. Oh, Clyde. Yes, you're right, you're right. I think you're, yeah. I was drawing blanks on who it could have been, but you're, you're absolutely right. Clyde, definitely. He's sarcastic? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clyde plays a pretty big role in uh, The Stick of Truth, too. <laughs> well, yeah, because from what I saw, he screws the pooch on protecting the stick, right? That was At the him. beginning, At yeah. At the beginning. But, and... Yeah, he, he, I mean, he's more, he, he makes, Clyde and Craig uh, <laughs> play pretty big roles in the story. That's funny, Clyde. because... Clyde accidentally killed his mother because he left the toilet seat up. <laughs> In the show? Yeah. I didn't According see that Wikipedia. episode. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, that's funny. Uh, Will Butters? Yeah, I figured if we were getting South Parks, that's who I'd get. Okay. Um, I, for me, I would pick uh, not Stan, but um, the the Scott Malkinson, the the guy with diabetes. <laughs> That's who you pick? <laughs> Not because I have diabetes, but because he's he's kind of nerdy. Yeah. Um, Scott Malkinson is blessed with the curse of diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah, blessed with diabetes or something like that. Yeah. As Cartman said. Eric, and he's right. Eric is a hard character to nail down. I, I yeah. I don't know that it, that I could come up with a character for Eric. I've got one for Eric. What's that? Big gay Al. <laughs> Big gay Al. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like it. Uh, Especially, like I said, as a non non South Park fan, that's 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 great. Uh, Xenoblade, uh, Will, I want you to find me Corey's copy of Xenoblade because I do want to play it at some point. Yeah, I can try. It's to find floating it. around in your house, right? You Somewhere. didn't trade it in, right? You Nonsense. traded it in, didn't you? Why would I trade that in? It's your game. Because you're a sick bastard. I'd buy it for myself, but it's uh, so it's ninety bucks, I think, on Amazon. Blech. It's expensive. Um. Yeah, uh, definitely. JRPG, epic, overdramatic. Um, yeah. That's, and Corey played, how, what did you, 30 hours or something you put into something it? Something like that, and I didn't even... Scratch the surface? Scratch the surface. That game is long. It's a doozy, huh? Yeah. Look up the how long to beat and see how long it... Surely how long will. The, how long to beat is. I'm guessing 80. Mm. I've heard it's very long. Uh, football talk. It's tough to say what's going to happen in the NFL draft. I feel like that more than anything, people go all over the map for for players. You know. Yeah, I keep hearing different things. Who's the best quarterback in this year's draft? Like yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, who's the quarterback from Louisville? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. He's supposed to be one of the top overall picks, right? Yep. Him. I've, I keep seeing Blake Bortles is the best quarterback in this draft. 
I mean, I, he's good. I don't. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't say he was the best. I figured Bridgewater would be the best, but right. Uh, Rams think they'll stick with Bradford or get another wide receiver. I think they'll stick with Bradford. Not his th- fault. He got hurt this year. He was doing well. I was gonna say that. That's what I thought too. Um, he he was doing pretty well, and then then when he got his injury, obviously they had to put in their their yeah. backup guy who played pretty. Kellen Clemens was that it? Yeah. Uh, who, who played also pretty pretty well. Uh-huh. That's a tough division though. Uh, you're in a division with uh, the Super Bowl winner, San Francisco, who yep. probably would have won the Super Bowl if they had they had made it to the Super Bowl, and then uh, Arizona. Uh, Arizona, who has a great defense. They won ten games. So yeah, so, uh, that's a tough division. Uh, and, you know, you're gonna have to have to really bring your A game probably to to make it out of that division. They really haven't had too many good wide receivers since uh, like Isaac Bruce and uh, Tory uh, Holt. Yeah, Tory Holt. That I mean, they had um, oh, what's his face. White guy plays for the Danny Amendola. Yes, Amendola. Amendola. He was he was pretty good, but other than that, they haven't really had a great wide receiver, which hurts Bradford. I feel bad for him; he doesn't have that many people to throw to. Yeah, but I would assume wide receiver. Okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, the Jags and the Browns. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. I don't know either. They'll probably uh, go quarterback. I think the Browns are gonna go quarterback uh, because. Brandon Whedon is still their quarterback. They cut Brandon Whedon and uh, Jason Campbell. Oh, so they they, they don't have a quarterback. What was that dude? I'm trying to think of the guy's name that played for them that did really well. Oh, that's right, Brian the, Hoyer. Yeah, Brian Hoyer. That's it. Yeah, and he actually played well and won. He won a couple games for him before. Didn't they put Whedon back in by the end of the season? Well, what happened was they were four and two, and Brian Hoyer tore his ACL against the Bills. That's and, right. Uh, E.J. Manuel hurt his knee that game, too. So it oh, was Brandon Whedon versus Thaddeus. No, it wasn't Thaddeus. It was Jeff Toole. Oh, that's that right. That game okay. you know, that Eric doesn't speak highly of. Right. But uh, uh, the Jaguars, you see the trade of Blank Gabbert, and yeah. he makes more money than Colin Kaepernick. Are you serious? Yeah, he makes like $2 million or $4 million or something like that. Oh Kaepernick gosh. doesn't make that. <laughs> Kaepernick's actually a winning quarterback. Wow. That's crazy. So that just goes to show you that, you know, when you're drafting, you don't really always know. Yeah. Uh, Clowney, he's a, he's a freak. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, to be that big and that fast, His, uh, he's, he's, he's a physical freak of nature. They did a, My God. They did a picture <laughs> of where Johnny Manziel was and hit in Clowney on the 40-yard dash, and he was like... Yeah. And, and you know, Johnny Manziel's a smaller guy, uh, which, you know... Usually you'd see someone like Clowney who's 6'5", 240, mm-hmm. uh, not move as fast as a, a guy that's 5'10", 180, or however big Johnny Manziel is. Exactly. Uh, but, man, oh, he is scary. He's a, Yeah, he's a freak. I'd be happy if I was getting him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he's fantastic. He's, that's unbelievable. How, yeah. how I watched some videos of him in high school uh, playing football and, it's just not fair. He was a he, man among he, boys. Yeah, he was all over the field. <laughs> Playing both ways, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, but he played a little running back on offense. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know if they just put him in short yardage plays to, you know, pound a touchdown in, but. they Nobody could probably even bring him down. Yeah. Uh, and we, we talked about uh, our Giants who lost uh, Justin Tuck to the Raiders, um, and then Will said that they signed a running back. Yeah, Rashad Jennings. Okay. 
Uh, I I don't know. I, the one game I saw on TV with the Raiders, he did well. I don't know how good he did overall. Right. Because uh, Darren McFadden's the running back there, even though he's usually hurt. Yeah. So I don't really know. Okay. Uh, so that's football. Uh, Roundtable. You want to save the spoilers roundtable for roundtable? Or you want to talk about it now? Corey? Spoilers for what? The the spoiler talk. Uh, how do we feel about spoilers in social media regarding oh, movies, TV, um, and games? Yeah, we can talk about it. Okay. Um, he's suggesting that you, uh, like, having a courtesy. You know, what, what does he say? Uh, I think when it comes to live TV, I think the 24-hour rule applies if you don't see the show. When it airs, then fuck it, it's your choice. Yes, in today's world, a lot of people DVR shows, but it's on them uh, to avoid spoilers. Yeah, I, I think that's that's just courtesy, you know. Uh, if you are on social media to not post spoilers everywhere, don't be a dick, you know. Yeah. You, you don't want things spoiled for you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and if you're, if you're posting spoilers on social media, like, as they happen in the show, yeah, you you what are you doing? Like, yeah. just, you know. Uh, I mean, suck. Uh, people would like live tweet The Walking Dead and stuff and stuff that would happen in it, uh, which I don't like. Uh, I wasn't. I had no idea what was going on at the show. I haven't watched since the first season, um, but I still get annoyed. You know, for well, pe- if that's for if that... that's what you do though, and like you have a following and stuff, then it kind of makes sense. But if you're just you know, right, some random, random schmuck, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like yeah, me. I agree. Uh, and a lot of people would like tweet their reactions to things that happen, which you know is ambiguous enough that where I wouldn't consider it a spoiler, you know? Right, right. I agree with that. So that's fine. But yeah, like, uh, what does he say? Six months after release of a game, you can pl- say whatever you want. I, I agree with that. Sure. Um, a lot of what we do, uh, we, I mean, we try to avoid spoilers at all costs if possible, only because there's a lot in gaming worth, worth going back and playing. Uh, you know, uh, six mo- you know, it was over six months ago when, when Bioshock Infinite came out. You know our our game of the year from last year, uh, but I still don't want to talk too many spoilers without uh, at least making people aware that they're spoilers because they, yeah. you know, gaming's one of those things where I think things generally hold up a little bit more um, than than movies and television for the you know for the most part. Yeah, I think your average game holds up better than your average television show or movie. Probably, yeah. You know, I'd agree with that. So even game like Final Fantasy VI, I wouldn't want to tell the whole plot too, you know mm-hmm. and it's what came out in 94 uh, i think 1994 was the year yeah that sounds about right Corey, did you get a read on how long xenoblade is uh main story 67 and a half hours okay uh not quite as long as i thought but uh main plus extras is 101 and a half uh completionist is 161 wow and a half. that's insane not bad so there's a lot to do in that game anyway and see, back in the day, I would have wanted to do all that stuff. I don't have time to play games like that now because I want to play all the new games. So, wow, that's one that I would have taken on the challenge of doing everything in, uh, or beaten it multiple times. That's you know I what's funny though games. is the fastest speed run for Xenoblade Chronicles is four hours and twenty three minutes. What? <laughs> Some of those speed runs are crazy, and I have no idea how you managed to do that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how that's possible yeah. with a story arc. An RPG where you have to level up and stuff. It's like, oh, I'm going to sit down and beat Xenoblade Chronicles in an afternoon. Yeah. It's just sickening. That is. Hackers. Uh, Where were we? Oh, yeah. Spoilers? Spoilers, yeah. I, I'm also of the camp, though. Like, it's also your kind of job to 
try to avoid spoilers. Yeah, know? yeah, uh, and I kind of I kind of agree with that too. Um, if you have a show that you know you're not able to, like, um, we'll take Walking Dead. That's on Sunday nights, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, when it's on, um, you, you know, I if I was gonna watch the show, I probably would avoid social media uh, altogether. I mean, I'm not on Facebook, so that helps. I, you know, Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Um, I would probably go out of my way to avoid, so I wouldn't have things spoiled for me. Um, some people don't mind have being having things spoiled, but I, I don't personally like to have things ruined for me. Yeah, know? I get mad when people spoil stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, talking about South Park when 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 the South Park character creation type of thing happens, and you know, you find out your your character's uh, moniker that's given to him by by cartman like i wish i hadn't had that spoiled when i read the the preview for it yeah in a game informer a couple of years ago you know i think that would have been a lot funnier a lot funnier if i hadn't known about that ahead of time and that wasn't even really a spoiler it happened in the first few minutes of the game yeah but still that's a that's something i would have thought so where do you come down like for example on snapchat posting a picture of the show you're watching with you know, of the new episode you're watching, would you consider that spoilers? I don't know. That's a tough call. I mean, I guess I guess it depends on what was on the screen. Because I, I, I like, will spoils every episode of Pretty Little Liars for me <laughs> on Snapchat. Yeah. Well, like if it's a like a picture of a, a still image of a like a character dead that you didn't know was going to die. You know, that, that's one thing. Like like in The Walking Dead, you know, uh, uh, I, I just use that as an example. But okay, I haven't done that yet, but. Like a random picture of people talking probably wouldn't that's wouldn't what, spoil things. That's what I do usually. Okay. Are people in the woods, or right? Whatever. Yeah, I mean that's out of context and kind of meaningless. With but. with a stupid caption, <laughs> right? There there probably can be spoiler images that you take of your television. Yes. <laughs> so it's up to, up to the the picture poster's discretion not to spoil things for people. And also, we should mention that there's extensions you can download for like Google Chrome and stuff that will weed out spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is also awesome that you can do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, if you're on your mobile Twitter app or mobile Facebook app, it's not going to work for that. But if you do if you do things exclusive exclusively in a browser, um, yeah. that's handy. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so it's not it's on it's on everybody really to avoid spoilers, not posting them, and then you know actively avoiding them if yeah. you don't want something spoiled for you, at least at first. So, yeah, everybody is at fault. Oh yeah, yeah. Even if you're careful like I am, it's it's you still you still slip every now and again, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, frustrating when you do. Right. Uh okay. So there was that. I keep forgetting to put the thumbstick athletes email on my tablet. Uh Corey, do you want to read Facebook feedback now? Sure. I think there's only one Facebook feedback. Is it from, uh, maybe two. Is it from Jake? Yes. Okay, because he has a, an addendum, I think, to, okay. to it for me to All read. All right, I'll read that, and then you can read the addendum. Okay. Hello, fellows. I went and rented South Park Stick of Truth on the Xbox because you guys convinced me to try it. I watched the first few seasons of South Park when they were new, but I kind of went away from it, so you could say this is the review from someone who isn't really a fan. Huh? I love the game. It is fun and funny. I think the combat is great. 
The story, it's good, and the humor is almost nonstop. I liked the old cartoon-style opening, and Butters is a badass, and every time I had to use Kenny to show his boobs, I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny how they called you Dragonborn and your farts dragon shouts. I tried every character just through the training part, and I liked the mage the best, so that is what I chose. The movie theater was great. I stayed in there for a while just to hear all the movie trailers, and I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. I liked what they did with the can with Canada and the gnome fight was great. Now my dislikes. The game is too short for me. I would have liked a twenty to thirty hours. I didn't like how the I didn't like how the other character constantly told you to go back to the quest. Last thing, the training for learning a new fart and using the fart in the game were different and the training was a lot harder. Uh-huh. I beat it and I really hope they have a lot of DLC to make that game longer, but I give it a nine out of ten. I bought the this is separate now. Uh, I bought the new three eleven, three one one. How do you say it, Will? Three eleven. Wait for the band. Yeah, three eleven. Oh, three eleven CD on Amazon because okay. if you bought the CD, you got the MP3 version for free, and I really like the new album. I watched Dan play Titanfall for a bit, and it looks good, but the maps seem really small. After I beat South Park, I tried to beat Thief, but when I started it, my Shadow Sprint was not working like it did before, so I refused to suffer through it so i will be glad to trade it in for infamous i saw that playstation now had prices for renting a game but i want to know how many days you are renting the game for well that's it for now see you on on stream okay uh Go ahead. south park we talked quite a bit about and and actually our last feedback was from a non-south park fan right yeah yep so that's two um, votes from non-south park fans for you know for yes for the game yeah which i like to hear yeah uh, he, he talked about the 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 fart training. Yeah, does that, that actually uh, Dave Dave in Boston? I've I've talked to a little bit about that, um, and I I think he's right. Like with that the 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 um the the training for it is is kind of poor. Uh, you know, it, it fails a lot more than than it should. And like once you get actually like into the game after you do the 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 training for for when you learn a new fart. Um, it, it's not as hard to pull off as it is in the training. I, I failed some of the trainings quite a bit, um, so it, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't always sync up. If, it seems like. Uh, and there's another sequence where, with button button prompts that I had quite a bit of trouble with. I actually had to look up how to do it. I'm not going to say what that button sequence was, but um, we'll we'll talk about it when we do our spoiler episode for for the South Park: The Stick of Truth. Um, but yeah, I failed quite a bit before I I had to look it up how to how to do it because i kept failing and having to restart it so there is there is a little bit of that but that comes down to it being an obsidian game probably (laughs) you know a little little lack of polish there so but anyway go ahead uh i do agree with his dlc sentiment i think this would be a great game that i would actually want to play the dlc for yeah um just want to you know experience more south park is there going to be DLC? Because I had thought that they swore off all DLC. I don't know. You think they would, right? Yeah, they I... might have done the like we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna have DLC in the waiting in the wings when we release this game kind Maybe. of thing. Maybe, like you know, we'll start working on it after the game's finished, kind of thing. Yeah, I'd be okay with DLC too. Yeah, uh, Will three eleven. I do not listen to them. Oh, you don't. It's been a while. I haven't listened to them since like high school. But I always I always like their music. Or is it? Well, there's a recommendation for the new album for you then, Dan. Uh, but along his, what he's saying, um, he, yeah, a lot of times when you order it from Amazon, you get the MP3s for for free, which is ama- like because I like to have a physical copy of way. the CD. But getting the MP3s also is amazing. Um, 
I guess Amazon's supposed to be coming out with uh, like a cloud music service, so you have all the, you'll have all those MP3s tied to your account. So, um, like if I want to have them on my tablet, which doesn't really have a uh, like a music player, like an iTunes thing, you could just stream them from the Amazon app. Wow, because I have a lot of CDs that I order off Amazon. Because that's where I yeah. that, that's where I get them. When... Yeah, check and see if you have the MP3s tied to your account. It's not everything. It's probably mostly bigger releases. That, I don't know, like what what sort of bands you're listening. Oh to yeah, they, they have everything that I that I do, listen to. Well, I know, but do that. I mean, I mean for the MP3 oh. versions, because I know, like my wife ordered her uh, her mom a CD. Um, that she also wanted, and she was going to buy a second one, but she gave her mom the CD and, and ha- had the MP3s for herself tied to her account. So okay. I thought that was that was kind of cool. I'll have to look into that then. Yeah. Uh, okay, what else you got, Corey? Uh, watch Dan play Titanfall. Seems like the maps were really small. Um, they're, Some are bigger than others. Yeah, some are bigger than others. Uh, I never minded the the smaller feeling. It's because it's only six on six, they didn't want to make them too big yeah. um, where you wouldn't come across anybody. Um, I, you know, I, I haven't felt that playing it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think they're 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 decent decent sized. Uh, and like Will said, some some are big. Some of the maps, so it's a, it's a good balance, I think. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Balanced. Um, we'll be happy to trade in Thief for Infamous. Infamous looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm still, I still think it's going to be pretty good. That's yeah. what I think too. Friday, it's coming out Friday. It's crazy. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Yep. It's right, right on the doorstep. Yep. Uh, finally, I saw that PlayStation now had prices for renting a game. Wants to know how long you're renting the game for. Uh, I did see a screen cap. I'm not sure where I saw it, but it showed. Uh, di- different they're gonna have different days like i think you can get it for one day or seven days or 30 days and obviously the price will probably be different based on on what you pick i have no idea where i saw that but when i was reading up on the playstation now thing it did have uh different different plans for different days so so Uh, there was no price because the game was it was free to to rent i guess so uh that particular one didn't have pricing but it probably will depend on the game too. Like maybe newer games will be more expensive to rent, and then older games will be considerably cheaper to rent. Now, I, I would think. Is this working where you can rent or have a subscription? Is I, that how it works? I, they're they're assuming that you'll be able to have a subscription, or you can just pay by the game to rent. I would just get a subscription. Yeah, subscription. Yeah. It depends on how much it is. That's true. I don't want to pay like two hundred. Right. To get access to all those games. Right. So. Uh, I mean, I'll be interested as more information comes out about that because uh, there's you know quite a few PlayStation Three games that I missed out on that I would like to play. So, okay, Is that everything, Corey. Uh, there's another Facebook. It's from Mike Nelson, but uh, it's sort of Eric specific, so I think we should wait till. Okay. Yeah, wait till next till week. He's here. Sounds good. Uh, okay, we got another email from Jake that says, Hey, guys, I forgot one thing. I think the Ravens have done some good things for offense by keeping Jacoby Jones and Dennis Pitta and adding Steve Smith but getting rid of Michael Michael Orr. Uh, not sure how the O-line will be. Uh, now defense might suffer a bit by getting rid of Arthur Jones and Jamal McLean. How are your teams doing? Uh, which we already talked about a little bit um, about the Giants. Um, yeah, I like Jacoby Jones and Dennis Pitta. Uh, adding Steve Smith, that's that's big. That that is big. Um, I think a lot of people thought Anquan Bolden was done when he went to the uh, to the Ravens, and I think Steve Smith has kind of been 
going to be in the same situation. You know, people think he's done because he got cut by the Panthers, but I think he's got another couple good seasons left in him. So I'm, I'm surprised he was cut. Yeah. Um, I know they want to get Hakeem Nix in Carolina. Uh, Hakeem Nix went to the Colts. <laughs> so he, he sucks. Yeah, he was terrible this year. Yeah, terrible. He, he really was. I was like, man, I hope Cam Newton doesn't have to deal with him. Yeah. Nope. It's going to be Andrew Luck that has to deal with him now. Well, they don't. They don't have anybody there because uh, Reggie Wayne got hurt. Yeah. So then they they had uh, T. Y. Hilton. And that was it. Yeah. Who's good? But you can't be the only good receiver on your team unless it, you, unless you're uh, Megatron. Exactly, and he was a rookie. So. Uh-huh. Well, even now, Megatron doesn't have to carry the workload now because yeah. they got Golden Tate, yeah. who led Seattle in receptions. Yeah, that's good. Golden Taint? That's the joke I always make with him. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I think that's everything, but let me double check. Yeah, Eric usually uh, collates the feedback, so yep. if we missed anything. And I was going to do it, but uh, we actually, as a household, woke up late today. Uh, so I I didn't get a chance to do my usual. That's why there was the the note debacle <laughs> with my show notes. I think that's everything. Yeah, I think that it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does anything anybody have anything they want to talk about for roundtable? Nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've got nothing too. So. Welcome to spring. Yeah. Uh, spring is starts on Friday. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. When uh, Infamous comes out, so I'll be inside playing video games like I always do. Yeah, playing Infamous. Oh, I can't wait for that game. Uh, Jake reminds us of shots for feedback, but, uh, you know. No new feedback this week. No new feedback. So if if, if you want to uh, get us to take a shot, then uh, write in if you haven't already. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll generally post on Facebook and Twitter what we're going to be talking about for the for the upcoming week. Um, so like at the very least, if you played one of the new games that we're talking about, you know, let us know what you think about it. You know, what, uh, what's our next episode going to be? Is it going to be on infamous? Are we waiting no, to do that? No, uh, infamous will be not next week's episode, but the week after. Okay. Um, because it's coming out on Friday. So, you know, if we recorded Saturday, we would just have overnight with it, which probably isn't enough time. Well, we got Reaper of Souls too next, not this coming Tuesday, but the one after Reaper of Souls for Diablo. Oh, which I'll have. So okay, perfect. We've got some episodes. Yeah, uh, April's got a lot of stuff coming out, so we should have a solid amount of stuff to talk about. Yeah, of new games to talk about, I should say. Um, yeah, we'll let you know what we're gonna do for next week's episode, uh, and we'll post it on social media. So, yeah, that'll do it for episode one thirty eight of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host Dan. Will, Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.